Hello and welcome to another episode of the PWP. It's our 11th episode uh, and I'm joined this week by Aidan Bunker. Aidan, how are you? I'm alright. And he's back with us. It's Matt Bumby, everyone. I'm back. <laughs> yes, you are. And um, suffice to say, you sound like shit. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I've not got the best voice for doing a podcast this week. So Matt, uh, if you haven't uh, listened to our last couple of episodes, firstly, shame on you. Secondly, been in Dubai for the last three, three and a bit weeks. Three and a bit of weeks, um, yeah. Having the time of his life. Um, so Matt, fill us in. You missed a fair chunk of wrestling. The main bit, obviously, being Survivor Series. What did you think of the show as a whole? Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> Those are some strange let's, sounds. Let's try not to be negative. It was good up until the main event, and then it went downhill quickly. Yeah. I think that's kind of the consensus we came to, wasn't it, Aiden? Yeah, and most of... Most of the, the world. feedback online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great main event. What, did, what didn't you particularly like about it? I'm to the point now where I want young talent to be coming through, not Kurt Angle, Triple H, Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, would that have happened 10, 15 years ago? Having, what was it, five of the last six or four of the last five? being like 40 plus yeah it would never have happened 10 15 years ago it still would have been those guys yeah <laughs> so yeah survivor series I've, I've i gave it i think like a seven and a half out of ten. maybe that's a bit generous looking back on it yeah i think that is um, a bit generous but the rest of the show i thought was pretty good um just one thing i wanted to ask you about your prediction that aj would beat brock <laughs> understand the optimism but did you really think that was going to happen no, I just, <laughs> you know when you just want to make a prediction that's out of left field, and you think... Pretty much like all of Aiden's ones, they just fluked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, if I get this completely right and nobody else in the whole world has got it right, I'm going to look like an absolute genius. I think even AJ Styles thought <laughs> he was going to beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> but I went there, and do you know what? I admired the guts. <laughs> well, I did all right, to be fair. Ali, yours were, were a bit bit shit. <laughs> Ali, who claims to know women's wrestling. <laughs> yeah. All right, we went through this. Jeez. I know. It's always fun. <laughs> it's not always fun, all right? Some of us get very hurt about it. <laughs> How are you doing on your all predictions? You're not doing that well, are you? Well, you know. Slow start. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I don't know when the end point is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just getting into my stride. Okay, yeah. Um... But yeah, what's the next pay-per-view coming out? Clash of Champions, is it? Yeah. So, you know, hopefully things will improve by then for me. Um, might be a little bit easier to predict. Um, so, right. Okay. Right, fancy getting into Raw? Let's get into Raw. Let's get into Raw. So Raw this week came from Knoxville, Tennessee, University of Tennessee. Um, incidentally, the uh, the town where Kane is running for mayor, and he definitely played a large part in this show, for better or for worse. Oh, uh, Kane, 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 Kane. Yeah, a lot of Kane. We are in 2017, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, I really just wish you'd fuck off. <laughs> Does anybody, anybody find it particularly weird that... Um, Kane is running for mayor of 
Knox County, Tennessee. Um, and yet he's portraying such a horrible, horrible person on TV all the time. Yeah, who stabs someone in the throat with a chair yeah, yeah. that's going to be mayor? That yeah. rhyme doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're a poet and you didn't even realise. <laughs> but yeah, who, do, who does that? Um, who wears a wig? Who's going to vote for someone like that? Who wears a mask? Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I just find it a very, very strange situation. At first, that Kane's even on TV in 2017 in the main event. Secondly, that he's running for mayor of a place in America. <laughs> and thirdly, that he's feuding with Braun Strowman in, a, in a, you know, we're trying to push Braun to the moon and he's sticking with Kane. It, what annoys me about Kane is um, how many times now, they do it, with, they also used to do a big show all the time, just every couple of years, they would suddenly randomly just elevate Kane as this unstoppable monster. Like, who can stop Kane? Like, yeah. literally everyone in the past has stopped Kane. <laughs> yeah, literally everyone could. Like, yeah. we went through this exact same storyline about five years ago, when Kane was, like, against John Cena or whatever, and it's just, it's no different now, and it's dull. It just seems like they bring him back when they, they haven't quite got anybody to fill it in, and they go, right, when you someone just to go on a, do you a know win what really, streak. Do you know what really annoys me? Is that it's taken... Literally killing Braun Strowman <laughs> to stop him. Yeah. Yeah, one F5 got him down for a three count. You're still on this, are you? <laughs> it just really annoys me. I don't know, it's my head. Like, you should just go, yep, yeah, okay, just accept that. Yeah. But every time, like, he gets beaten up and you think, no, he's like. We had this with um, AJ, didn't we? We had to speak about this Brock's finisher and how it seems to be being built back up to be, like, something you can't kick out of. Um, I think we, well, in my opinion, I think it's building to Roman Reigns kicking out of it at some point. Um, oh God! But Roman they definitely seem to be doing that with the F5. Uh, even someone like AJ just take, you know, just takes one and then they're down. Um, so yeah, I understand what you're saying. It is a bit weird, especially when you consider what Braun's been through. Yeah. Um, to just be pinned by one F5, but hey, you know, you know they're trying to be able to finish her up again. So I understand. Um, so yeah, Kane played a pretty large part in the ending of Raw. So do we want to get to the ending now, or we, just we get might to as well that, get there. Get to that bit. It wasn't great, was it? Um, mm. Kane versus Jason Jordan. How did this come about? So um, Jason Jordan backstage. I want to be on my knees, fine. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> just piss off. Nobody cares about you. You're not Kangle son. Nobody believes it. You're not over with the crowd. Just. Go back to NXT. <laughs> you even care so little that you didn't even call him JJ. I know. Yeah, you reneged on his nickname. That's uh, <laughs> that's a damning incitement if ever I heard one. Um, but yeah, so this match I think came about with, um, as you say, Jason Jordan saying he needs to Bitching. prove to everyone that his knee, that his he had a real injury last week, but he's fine now. He wasn't just trying to back out, um, but he was. He's saying that he didn't get an opportunity to beat. Braun Strowman and Braun Strowman couldn't take out Kane but he knows he can take out Kane something like that so uh, he tried to take out Kane and how did that go for him (laughs) yeah not too great again I mean this is I know we were talking about um, Braun versus Kane being a a rivalry maybe not great for Braun Um, but you know in recent weeks we've seen Kane take out well defeat Finn Balor and and then Tombstone him on the stage which kind of went unnoticed 
Don't even go there about Finn Balor. Because um, the latest stuff that I've heard about him, I really am. Yeah, we'll get onto this actually a little bit later because it annoyed me too. Um, it's also quite funny, some of it. Um, but this is someone, a young talent like Jason Jordan, as much as we don't necessarily agree with him getting a push or think he's you know, in the best part of his career at the moment, he's still a young talent who is essentially being fed to Kane. Um which I just thought we wouldn't be seeing at this point in our lives. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah. Um, but so he goes into this match and basically, I don't even, I can't even remember how long it was. Was it? No, it was five not Five minutes, long. if that? Yeah, if that. about five minutes. Yeah, uh, where he went over the top rope and landed on his knee. To be fair to him, the, uh, the bump that he took over the rope, the first one, looked pretty impressive. You could see why um, that would hurt in, in story. Uh, he did it again. The thing is that, like if that, if that happened to me, that wouldn't just hurt my knee. Hurt yeah. your hip and your side. <laughs> and yeah, yeah my but back. like two minutes earlier, he was just running around with Kane on his shoulders, running back and forth from one corner to the other, and his knee was perfectly fine. Yeah, I think the story to try and tell is his knee isn't particularly. It wasn't great to begin with. Um, he was just trying to do it because he's brave. Um, I don't know whether they're still trying to get Jason Jordan over as a babyface or whether they've, they're, I, I, they've got heel plans for him. They I need... think they, they must have heel plans. Just the way that he's been he's acting being and a speaking. whiny little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that must be heel. Plans. It wouldn't surprise me if that was just the way they wanted to present him, not, not, not necessarily being a whiny. That's the way it comes across. and Maybe they don't realise it's coming across like that. But maybe... But they must do because they have eyes and ears, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they were going to put James Ellsworth as a woman. <laughs> this is this is the kind of people we're working with. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what the plans are are for uh, Jason Jordan. Um. Hopefully, it's a hill turn, but I don't um, even I don't even think the crowd will go for a hill turn. I think you'll get some heat from it. I don't think it'll be as big a deal as they want it to be no because people aren't people don't care people aren't invested unless like he goes in well a heel he annoys people with... enough for them to be annoyed you know when you're annoyed at a bad guy when who's supposed to be a bad guy that's good but if he has like the kind of heel turn that like Dolph Ziggler had where you're turning on pe- people that no one gives a shit about <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, like, like Apollo Crews yes um then yeah, it doesn't matter. But, like if he if he turns heel and then goes straight into a program with a popular face, something like Finn Balor or something. Uh, well, not so popular. <laughs> might get not overly popular. Not overly popular. Yeah. Might get fans interested. Yeah, I understand. I reckon. I don't know. I think I think they've got big plans, Jason Jordan. Whether that be a good idea or a bad idea, um, you can see why he probably fits the mold of a you know typical WWE star there was a picture of him on Instagram backstage from Raw and I was just scrolling through the comments quickly and um, someone commented fat man with abs really? <laughs> I was like this guy is literally, literally so totally yeah. <laughs> how could you be a fat man with abs that doesn't make any sense I don't know uh, I wouldn't call him fat <laughs> it's called muscle mate yeah um, but yeah we'll see where they go with Jason Jordan but with Kane and they seem to be I don't know if they're what's this, was this the end of Kane for a few weeks or was, do you reckon this is a continuation of the feud I hope it's Kane will be back next week because Braun um, 
obviously Kane and Braun had their altercation last week where, where Braun had his, his throat smashed by a steel chair smashed. and then was probably back the next week um, after refusing medical attention as they re- reiterated um, and the same happened to Kane twice <laughs> but worse um, do we reckon he'll be back next week or do you reckon this is the way they're writing Kane out and then proceeding with that Triple H Braun storyline that started that Survivor Series, continued on Raw, and then suddenly disappeared for this week. I reckon maybe two weeks without Kane. Matt, well, next week without Kane, maybe week after he'll be back. Yeah, because it's not like there's a Raw pay per view on the horizon for them. To the be next building. one for them is Raw Rumble. Exactly, um, and I can't see Braun not being in the Raw Rumble. No. No, I can't see him not being in the Royal Rumble. I can per- Actually, I can see him winning the bloody Royal Rumble, but... <clears throat> unless, Kane, unless Kane comes back at Royal Rumble and costs him that. Or Triple H does. Or Triple H, yes. But then why, why would Triple H... I don't know. Why not? Why, why would Triple H wait so long to get retribution on Braun when from November to January? Uh, Triple H doesn't need to get any retribution on Braun. He hasn't done anything to him. Exactly. Apart I mean, power, power he slammed him, but... <laughs> um, but then that would set up a decent WrestleMania match. Braun Triple H. Yeah. See, I uh, I don't know whether I don't know whether that's a WrestleMania match or not. I part part of me thinks they may be building towards Angle Triple H. Oh, I, I don't want. Do you know what? I don't want to see Kurt Angle wrestle again. But maybe that could be the the, uh, the Jason Jordan Hill turn. That, I think that would be a pretty decent time to do something like that. Cost Angle a match. Join forces with Triple H. Go full on here, piss everybody off because everyone would want to see Kurt Angle in that match. Not saying he doesn't want to see Kurt Angle wrestle again. I have seen, I've read a couple of stories, whether or not they're valid or not, that people backstage um, are quite cautious about Kurt Angle wrestling again. He can't um, stand up. Based on yeah, based on his physical condition. Um, How is he getting cleared when we know others couldn't get cleared? I don't know. I mean, how has he passed that at fitness test? Or that physical that they do that's supposedly yeah. quite stringent. Um, I don't have no idea. I mean, when he's in the ring and he's actually moving, he seems all right. Like, I wouldn't say he's regressed to the stage where he's bad at wrestling now. He's not. He's obviously still very good. But when he's walking, <laughs> just, he's just walking, he looks awkward. He looks and it awful. looks painful for him. Yeah. And awkward. And But I don't want to see that. Yeah. Like, right. I saw Mick Foley probably about four years ago. And I felt sorry for him. Mm. Like I saw, I saw him in person, yeah. and I felt sorry for him because he couldn't walk. Yeah, we don't want to see Kurt Angle like that, but no. at the same time, I mean, if he's cleared to wrestle and he wants to wrestle, and you know, so be it. Almost. I don't want to see him he's die in the he's ring. He's obviously still in good shape. You can see that just by looking at him. His, you know, physique-wise, he's still in pretty good shape. He was never the largest guy. Um, but he's still pretty much there, so he's obviously looking after himself. So he obviously and he knows his limits. So hopefully, if he wants to get back in the ring, let's face it, a match against Triple H is probably one of the safer matches you can have. I know Triple H has always prided himself on being very safe in the ring. Um, if he's going to wrestle anyone, Triple H is probably someone who he's already done a TLC match for Christ's sake. So <laughs> I think a singles match with Triple H would probably be pretty standard for him. But yeah, again, I don't particularly want to see it. I don't want to see it. Um, I, th- I think that might be the build they might be heading to for Mania, which would leave maybe 
I don't know, Braun, Triple H for a Royal Rumble, as you suggested, maybe, but who knows? I think um, people will be pissed if Braun's not in the Rumble. I think he should be. I just think there should be something with Triple H happen at the Rumble, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll see where they go. Um, but hopefully, for me anyway, this is the end of the Braun Kane thing, but I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be, but I hope it is. I don't want to see. I don't, I don't want to see Kane in the ring anymore. <laughs> the guy's like fifty, isn't he? Yeah. I, just, uh, I don't know. Should a fifty-year-old man be wearing a wig <laughs> and a, a mask? Question. That's a good question. Um, he's not a particularly attractive man <laughs> without it, is he? Um, no. It's just a very weird situation. Um, okay, so we'll move on from Kane Braun because, frankly, it's been pretty pretty turgid um, what else should we, should we talk about with Raw well it started with Roman Reigns no, it did start with Kane's, Roman Reigns well so you missed you started with Kane versus Jason Jordan yep which then led to Kane versus Finn Balor oh that's true so completely forgot about that twice bit twice in that night so he actually did wrestle twice yeah <laughs> Kane wrestled twice in two how random but Raw. how random was this that Finn Balor came out we went to break yeah and then we come back and I was because I went to make myself a drink I came back and then they were wrestling and I was like, why is a referee in there? Yeah. And then I rewound it and it was like, oh, the match has been made. Yeah. It, they didn't, I, it, felt, it seemed very strange like Finn had just come out just, usually in the old days he would have just ran down to the ring maybe with his music playing or not and saved Jason Jordan and then yeah. maybe a match was started out of that it was like they played his music. He didn't even rush down to the ring. He did his normal entrance. I, I was actually thinking about this during his entrance. Is that everything just seems so rehearsed these days? Yeah. Everyone gets their entrance in. Didn't it used to be things like that? You'd run to the ring, and then either like the general manager or the commissioner would come out and go, "Right, let's get a referee in there. Yeah, yeah. Let's have this match." Or even yeah. like Finn comes out of the ring, saves JJ. Um, clears Kane out of the ring and he's like come on get in the ring and that's when it goes to break and yeah. then you come back and they're like oh Kurt like they, like they do sometimes they oh Kurt's authorised this yeah um, but do you want to know an interesting stat about Kane seeing as we've been on him for quite a while go for it so the on Monday Night Raw this week he wrestled his 998 for 999's televised matches so his next match on TV will be his 1000th televised match Jeez. in WWE slash F is that the most of anyone? I was going to say is that the most? I don't think it's the most um, it, from what I read it didn't say who had the most but Undertaker no, or really... Triple H I would have thought I thought the amount of time with Undertaker taken taken throughout his yeah, career it probably think... wouldn't be him but maybe Triple, Triple H, H a good John Cena yeah John Cena's a good shout um, maybe Randy Orton but other than that uh, thinking about John Cena he has never had that long a spell off has he yeah, well up until the last few years anyway. every time he gets injured for like six to eight months he comes back in about three so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then he does tend to go away a lot now so I think maybe maybe I think Randy Orton's probably had more matches on TV than, than John Cena has but Randy Orton has had longer times <clears> off <throat> he had like eight nine a month off mm. towards last year yeah um so yeah, I don't know, maybe that's something we can find out and tweet out in the week, but Kane's next televised match will be his 1,000th. Is that a round of applause um, for Kane? Mm, no. No. <laughs> no. I, I don't want to be too harsh on Kane, because I loved his debut and I loved his first three years, but ever since then, and there has been times in between, probably more towards the uh, like mid-2000s, early to mid-2000s. Do you know what ruined him? 
Taking the mask taking off. Taking the mask off. I don't know. I, I didn't, didn't think it was that. I, think I it thought was... it was putting it back on and taking it off and putting it back on yeah. and taking it off. <laughs> I just think from the first, from when he took it off, it lost everything. For me, it lost everything. Yeah, I don't know how you... His, how his you initial six month to a year kind of run after taking the mask off was good. Yeah. This whole thing with Shane. Stuff with Shane was good. Um, so like that added an extra dimension to him because I don't know how much longer they could have got out of him with a mask. Yeah. Um, but after that, it's just been... Piss poor. Just rinse and repeat. Well, I always wonder with, with characters like Kane, uh, and to a certain extent, going forward, Braun Strowman, like if you're going to build someone up when they start as an unstoppable monster, eventually that has to come to an end. Yeah. Or do you just have them continue to be an unstoppable monster for the rest of their career? And Rock when it came it. to an end for Kane, it sort of became, all right, now we'll just make him a bit funny. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, now we'll try and build him up. And then no one really take, no one's really interested in that anymore because you've already, you've ruined it, basically. Uh, and I know you can't go forever with them being this unstoppable force because otherwise they'd just be champion forever. Or you just never give them a title match for no reason. But <laughs> I it's mean, It's also like, it's, it's, it's a time, time and age where... Um, no one wants to see monster gimmicks. Like things like Braun Strowman's alright because he's a human, but like Kane is this masked character, yeah. puts on a wig, everyone knows it. Like because you've seen him a million times without the mask, like it doesn't matter that he has it. He's also like partly because of his age, he's all, he's not in great shape. He waddles. Yeah. So, like I don't think anyone in 2017, apart from maybe kids is interested in seeing like a monster character or, or is scared of him in any way shape or form. yeah no <laughs> like the first night he ever came out like even especially when you see him he was stacked yeah you, and you shit your pants a little bit yeah you were like and then he ripped the door off the hell of the tail you were like oh my god yeah <laughs> but when you see him along with sting on the advert oh my god the advert is me and aiden watched it before we went on air and oh, it's so cringy. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Like these two kids played 2K18. I've not seen this advert. And they played it a million times during Raw if you didn't watch it on Sky. Um, they're playing 2K18 and the chimney starts shaking and all of a sudden Kane and Steve you know appear out of nowhere in their get up. I will get it on and we'll we'll watch it as as this we were recording. <laughs> we'll get a live reaction from Ali. <laughs> So yeah, Kane and Sting appear um, for absolutely no reason. Right, here we go. <laughs> That's quick work, Matt. Well done. Let's have a look. Right, let's put it up loud. See if we can get this. Sorry, it's a little advert just before. <laughs> right, Ali, we need your commentary on this as you watch it. So these two kids right, are playing... So a boy and girl playing a board game. Kids bored. Houses start to shake. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Wait. <laughs> Bring your favorite superstars to life this Christmas with WWE 2K18. Oh god. No, wait, How wait, bad? Play, play the end bit. Play the end bit. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are Kane. you two staying for dinner? Kane the monster. Yes. This is my problem. In 2017, the two people that you've got representing WWE <laughs> to the rest of the world are out of shape Kane 
like in and full Sting who can't wrestle retired, retired Sting. Sting like oh, why geez, not get Seth Rollins Seth Rollins is He's the, the cover, cover of it yeah, probably would have to pay him too much <laughs> I just think really like... do you know what while I was away I watched the rivalry between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and story of my childhood I just want to go back there where wrestling was wrestling. Yeah, the matches were pretty bad, but the stories were great. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, because I'm just thinking, I'm a kid watching that. I want, I'm like, oh, I want this game. And then you see Kane playing it. Like, oh, he looks like a nice guy. And then you watch him on TV yeah. and he's being an absolute dick to Braun Strowman. Yeah. And like, it just, just doesn't what, transfer. It doesn't make sense to me. Man. It's not hard, is it? Just make it consistent. Kane, is he a bad guy? If so, on all platforms, he's a bad guy. Don't, don't, advertise him as being a mayor, mayoral candidate for Knox County on WWE TV if he's going to be this monster. But do you think that's why they're putting him on TV? Yes, <laughs> I genuinely think it is. I have no idea just why, so they can any say, other reason why they would do it. Just so they can say, oh, one of our superstars is mayor. Yeah, just to help him gain votes or whatever. It's the start of Vince's plan to eventually run America. <laughs> Take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> Um, He'll have Rock as president next. He's already got Linda. You would in there. love that, Matt, wouldn't you? <laughs> I wouldn't ever go fucking America again. <laughs> uh, Fuck Rock 2020. <laughs> uh, it's got to be an improvement, though, right? <laughs> I want to say yes, but I don't. Oh, we'll leave the political debate there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kane, thumbs down. Go away. Just go away, Kane. Just fuck off. Thanks for the memories, but please retire. Um, please and, retire. And don't do any more video game adverts, please. That's the worst thing I've seen. And I watched Raw Rants about that this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Should we, should we talk about the other shit bits of Raw? Well, okay. Well, there was some, there was all right, some bit, all right bits. Um, I'm struggling to think of them right now, but... So well, we had... Um, let's we, go back to the start. We started with my favourite wrestler... <laughs> Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Um, who basically laid down a challenge to anyone in the back for his newly won IC title. I genuinely thought for a second he was going to say, if anyone in the back wants to come, like, if you want this title, said, if you want some, come get some. I thought he was literally going to use John Cena's line. <laughs> that would have been quite funny, to be fair. But the little, I would have put you, it past them. Did you see the, um, the picture? most liked picture on Instagram in yeah. WWE history. Why did Michael Cole make such a big deal out of that? I didn't think that. I didn't How many accounts has Vince got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it on that one. Like it on that one. I like it on that one. There's also only, I think, 585,406. Good memory. <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't have that written down. Definitely didn't write that one down. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't even a great picture. Um, it was a cool picture, but it was quite standard. Yeah. I mean, Shall we see if it's got any more views? <laughs> Don't accidentally like it. <laughs> I won't fucking like it. You know I won't like it. Um, so Roman is a new IC champ. What do you make? Actually, we didn't really, we didn't touch on this too much. And Matt, you weren't here. What do you make of Roman being in the Continental Champ? Obviously, we know now that Miz um, is away for a little while. Filming. Um, Hopefully he'll get a rematch at some point when he comes back. But I, I doubt it'll be again. Forgotten about it by then. Um, so yeah, he's not going to be around, and Roman seems to be going on this open challenge route, um, which has worked for things like the United States Championship in the past. Um, what do you make of Roman as champ? 
Does it fit? No, it really doesn't. Is it too big a star for the IC title? But then... I think this is a problem born out of the fact that Brock Lesnar is Universal Champion. Yeah. Yes, this is the only reason Roman is IC Champ. Because he's... he's an absent champion. He even said that he's the most like, relevant champ at the minute. Yeah. And it's just sort of, yeah, you are, because Brock Lesnar's not here every yeah, week. Yeah. Which I think is the mistake that WWE has made. That's okay with someone like Miz saying that, or Baron Corbin saying that, because it's like an arrogant heel thing to say. Yeah, yeah. But Roman Reigns saying that this is now the number one title on the show is a bit like, nah. but then at the same time it's like, well, <laughs> it's the only title <laughs> yeah. on the show, so. Well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, if Brock isn't there, then Roman's title is the main title. Well, yeah, we've gone up. It's now on 5,000, uh, 594,000. Wow. That's some liking. Vince has been busy. Vince has been busy. <laughs> Um, you could say he's been Vinstagramming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Round of applause for Aiden. Fuck no. <laughs> Round of applause for Aiden, I think, yeah. Do you know what? Your <laughs> Jindians was absolutely amazing and made me laugh on holiday. That was awful. Fuck off, that was great. I bloody loved it. <laughs> Vinstagramming. Uh, that's good. <laughs> um, right on that note right so Roman issues a challenge which um, actually gets answered by well firstly Bo Dallas and Miz. Curtis Axel but yeah to the Miz's music um, so I'm assuming they're going to live off this gimmick while the Miz is away <laughs> um, but then they were joined by Elias on stage who got a pretty decent reaction in that you know he was getting heat which is what they want which I is was good surprised that it was Elias who came out. Yeah. I, mean, I wasn't necessarily that surprised that it was Elias. I quite liked the whole story that you know he found these two lost souls in the background, and they're back with Miz gone, and he thought he'd take them under his wing. And stuff. Yeah, like I, when I first thought when someone's music was gonna hit, I assumed Samurjo, hmm. and then when Dallas and Axel came out and they were going to introduce someone, I thought could it be Samojo? I don't know who it could be and then it was Elias and I thought actually yeah it just kind of makes sense yeah I don't know if it's just me but I'm bloody loving the Mr. Art <laughs> I'm loving Curtis Axel still with the neck brace yeah I want him to wear that for the rest of his career <laughs> I think that would be a gimmick now to do a bobble and yeah. arm brace yeah thing. but Bo Dallas that tan is amazing <laughs> it's not a good tan doesn't it must be the mumps brings it out in you <laughs> Um, so yeah Elias answers the challenge and um, that match is made for the the later in the show uh, we might as well get to that because I really enjoyed this match I thought this was a really really good match yeah again end of the second hour was like the end of the main story of the show yeah the main event essentially it was the main event really wasn't it it was a really good match especially if Roman's bigging the title up as the main thing on, on Raw because it Roman went like I think um, Bubba Ray put a good tweet out which basically just said Roman went over Elias got over great yeah. match yeah I think, I, think that's that's, fair I think that's exactly what they were aiming for and it worked for me Matt you you don't agree I don't know I just didn't I didn't think they had much chemistry no it just... I thought they had surprisingly good chemistry considering I can't think of a time that ever would have worked I, it, it comes back to I don't particularly think Roman Reigns is great in the ring yeah and I think he has to have better people 
to make him better. Yeah, I understand that. I think that's probably a fair statement. I don't think he's not... I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's bad. bad in the ring. I don't think he's great in I the think ring. He's, but I think he's good in the ring. He's better than people give him credit for, but I think he's limited by his moveset. Yeah, like his moveset is in, very in, limiting. In the week I went back and watched the SummerSlam Fatal 4-Way match, and there were nine Superman punches. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think, think he... if you have to do that move so many times, and it, it's obviously not fucking working, <laughs> yeah. get a new move. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I can't stand the bloody Superman punch. It's so cartoonish, yeah. and it doesn't look impactful. Do you know all. what? He's a massive guy. Yeah. Give him a power well, move. I wonder what you were going to say then. <laughs> Give him a power move, though. Like yeah. a, spear is, a spear is, for me, is like for someone like Edge, who yeah. was quick, and bang. Yeah. I mean, it works well for power as a power move if you think of Rhino and Goldberg for instance but he doesn't do it as that impact yeah, like they do it. yeah it's kind of like he, a jumping yeah he jogs into it yeah. it's a running hug yeah yeah. <laughs> it's still better than Charlotte's though um, yeah but yeah I don't, I've never liked a spear as a finisher I like it as a, a setup for a finisher or like, like Goldberg a signature I like edges used to be and then it turned into his finisher I just, I just don't see how, it, how give it's him a power move Give him a power bomb or something. It's, it's coming up with a finish. Probably the hardest part of being wrestling. It's, it's one of those moves as well where um, if you get a full setup to it, so Roman Reigns went to set it up about three times in this match. Yeah. And when you're getting a full setup like that, you know it's getting countered. Yeah. It's one of those ones that really has to come out of nowhere. Yeah. Which it kind of did. It didn't really come out of nowhere, but uh, the ending of this match ended with a spear. And again, I just didn't think it's something that would pin someone like Elias for instance um, so it's just an underwhelming ending whenever a match ends with a spear I always just think oh is it? it's essentially <laughs> a tackle yeah yeah. it's like a rugby tackle that's all it is uh, Gore on the other hand seemed a bit more because he went through he went them through them and they went backwards like and... he didn't jump into them yeah. he run into them and take them down and even Goldberg's were pretty good yeah. they were vicious um so I, I did not want to be the, on the receiving end of that. I just think, yeah, Roman is to work on his spear. It's going to be his finisher. Cause... And just fuck off with the Superman punch. Yeah. yeah. Well, just, can't they just or give just, him a new moveset? Just don't, like, can't don't, he work on that? Don't use the same move so often because a lot of his moves look weak. His, like, corner yeah, clothesline those, I hate those thingies. Well. Yeah. I just, I'm touching you with my forearm yeah. and my bicep now. Do you know the other thing that really annoys me is when he has to pick someone up, tries to pick someone up. Yeah. With one arm, and he can never do it right. Oh, so, yeah. To what, set up for a power, a power bomb. Yeah. yeah. You like, if you're gonna do it, you've got to do it, and you've got to pick them up yeah. in one go, bang. If you can't, don't do it. I think he yeah. generally does it quite well, to be fair, but I can't remember. I don't know. Um, it's a it's a difficult one with Roman because I, I know they want to keep him strong and his moveset kind of reflects that in that he's meant to be quite um what's the word i'm looking for so he can turn the tables quite quickly Impactful. with his moveset so for me he looks a lot better when he's with the shield yeah like as part oh, of the yeah. shield uh, because he does because then he comes out as that right i'm a big guy i am literally gonna Am- power bomb you through something yeah ambrose and rollins are more creative with their movesets yeah so they can 
do all the stuff and all the flashy stuff and then they could tag him in and he can come in and be the brick shit house where yeah. he hits five clotheslines, hits a couple big boots, hits a spear, that's it. Yeah. Which is where... But in a one-on-one match, that's Hulk Hogan levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Hogan warrior levels of restriction. It's, it's just... It's just It just feels like every match is the same. He has to get... He has to get in his corner clotheslines. He has See, to get in a bunch of super And this is punches. for me where I don't like Roman Reigns because it's so similar every match. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. You get, you get the corner clotheslines, you get the Superman punches, you get the drive-bys, you get the... Um, you get the the, <laughs> the one-arm pick-up powerbomb thingy. You get um, a big boot. You get his weird comeback clothesline thingies where he kind of shoulder barges them instead of clotheslining them. And then you're going to get a bunch of spear attempts. To be fair, that's quite a lot of moves you just did. <laughs> I think it's about six. A bit more than that. If you, um, I really don't think it is. Yeah, okay. He always does it in the same sort of row. Like yeah. It, yeah, it's yeah. always like, well, it's, right, it's I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do that, then I'm going to do this. There's a whole five moves of doom with Cena. And, and it, back in the day when someone like Bret Hart had his, you know, sort of Cause everyone routine has to have that he'd go through to get to the sharpshooter. You know, whether it be the atomic drop, then the elbow from the second rope. Um, yeah, but it never looked like you never looked at it and went. It never looked routine. Uh, yeah. It never looked um, what am I saying? Rehearsed even. Yeah, it didn't look rehearsed, but it you knew it, what was coming. Um, yeah, but then it got you excited. Does it? Every... But I think because what they were trying to do with that was right. This isn't the match. That's going to be our finisher. Yeah. And that's how we're going to finish this. And also, you have to think of the type of character Bret Hart was. He was a ring technician, so he yeah. would, it would make sense for him to build his, to his finisher yeah. in a logical way, because that's the way he would have fought in the ring. But with Roman Reigns, it's like, well, his finish is a spear, so he can do that at any time. Yeah, he, he can pull it out of the bag at any point. Yeah. And I, I get that everyone, especially baby faces, need to have some kind of comeback. Yeah. that they do to get out of the situation. So you've got Randy Orton will hit like two clotheslines and then a power slam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not so Randy. Vintage Randy Orton. <laughs> um, John Cena will hit the two shoulder, shoulder, shoulder block, tackles, shoulder tackles and then that back suplex, suplex yeah. and then five knuckle shuffle. shuffle. <laughs> Shawn Michaels would do the uh, atomic, drop, atomic drop, punch him to the floor, do an elbow drop. Like, it's just signature. Yeah. But... Yeah, that signature move. just got so much of it. His entire match yeah. is that. It feels like, this is the only way I can describe it, it feels like when you try and play the game on, yeah. on a computer, you're like, right, bum, 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 now I'm going to do bum, this move. Yeah. And it gives you so many like signature moves, and you're like, right, I've got to use that now, bang. Yeah. got to use that now, bang. That's the only way I can describe Roman Reigns. That's a pretty good analogy. I like that one. It's like playing 2K18. So what what we've um, come the conclusion we've come to is Roman Reigns needs to get down to the performance center. I think. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get back to the performance center. So there's some more moves. I don't think it's the the problem is it's not even that it's that they need to give him more moves. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm fully I'm fully well I'm sure Roman is fully capable of learning more moves and implementing well, more performing. Paul Heyman has said that he picks up everything really quickly. Yeah. You, so if he does, Paul give Heyman him more moves. Yeah. But like you put him in matches against people like Seth Rollins, against AJ Styles, who can do a bit more, and he does pull out more stuff. Um, yeah, like the likes of John Cena do that as well. Yeah, so it does happen. It's just uh, there's no reason. There's no reason why in a random match on Raw he can't chuck in a couple of extra moves rather than sticking with 
yeah. what works because otherwise that's all you're ever going to get I mean, we sound quite negative on this match, but I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, mainly I agree because, as well. um, Mainly because Elias actually got a lot of effort, offence in and looked really strong. Um, I really like Elias. Yeah, I do it was, too. It was similar to last week against Miz, in that the yeah, Miz looked the really strong and had the upper hand for a lot of it, which was unexpected. Mm. It was a bit unexpected, uh, and so was so was this week's. To be fair, but um, I think we all expected that Roman was going to win. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Uh, what I didn't expect was the ending. Uh, what well, post match anyway with um, the attack on the ramp. I knew something was going to happen the way he walked back up the ramp. You just thought, well, someone's coming out. They don't usually film Roman walking up the ramp. I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> and he was walking backwards. Yeah, who walks up the ramp backwards? <laughs> like, yeah. way to walk backwards. Um, but Samoa Joe with the attack, which. In typical Samoa Joe style, look pretty vicious. Uh, I just love the Kikita clutch. <laughs> it looks so horrible to be in. For me, <laughs> do you know what? I would make Roman Reigns drop the title to Samoa Joe. Yeah. Because I think it would have more relevance with Samoa Joe being a champ. Because he could walk around and be like, I'm, I'm a badass. Mm. I've got a title as well. You're not going to get it off me. Yeah. Because we know what we know. Roman Reigns is heading. For WrestleMania versus Brock Lesnar. Mm. We know this. So build someone up in this feud. Yeah. I'd like to see a Finn Joe feud for the IC title. Yeah. Because as much well, as they... I think those two are also wholly above that level. Yeah. Um but there isn't really anyone else who can fill that that sort of spot. Especially them... when you've combined like Seamus and Cesaro into a tag team. Yeah. You've taken away two pretty solid card wrestlers and put them into a team and Seth and Dean as well I mean Dean would probably be more in that spot than Seth but at the same time you've now combined them and you've taken away two, people, two more people who could probably be competing for that title so it probably would be Joe and Finn yeah I don't have a problem with that oh, I don't have a problem no, Some no, of them, definitely don't problem, their matches in NXT were amazing because like you want I just think that, that match would mean so much more for the universal title it yeah. would but uh, at the same time, you also want the Intercontinental title to mean as much as it can. Yeah, I want the I want the Intercontinental title to mean what it did back in the day. I'm happy. You with won it. that, then you went on to win. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm happy with it being a secondary title. Yeah, um, but I think you have to win that before guys win, but the, they win it on their way to winning the title. Yeah, they don't do it the other way around. I hate when it's the other way around. Jeff Jarrett yeah. and Val Venus and Dino Brown and. Yeah, Christian. all the greats. And all the greats. <laughs> uh, but you say that, but then you think of the likes of Stone well, yeah, Cold, Triple H, more Rock, Bret Hart, Shawn yeah. Michaels. <laughs> um, it doesn't like it's not always held so, in that regard. No, it's not always. But I, I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed it when Jeff Jarrett was IC type, uh, IC champion. I thought he was a douche. <laughs> Didn't China also have it? Jeff Jarrett. I mean, I mean the original Double J when he was facing Razor Ramon. And, oh yeah, yeah. Back a, in the early nineties. When he had the roadie. Yeah. I saw a quote yesterday, which is Jeff Jarrett has smashed ten thousand guitars, but has never drawn a single dollar. Yeah, I think it might have been Jim Cornette. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what Jim like. Cornette would say. Um, so yeah. Yesterday, by the way, was the 30th anniversary of Jim Cornette um, falling off the scaffolding and breaking in both his legs. Yeah. Well, his ACLs, oh. anyway. <laughs> and um, didn't go to hospital for it either. Wrestler said he didn't need to. Well, that's terrible advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, I'm glad he can walk. Um, so back to rolling, a little bit of a tangent. Um, what are we what are we thinking? Probably skip through the rest of this. Skip most of raw, but uh, one big one large part of it was the women again. Um, we now have a faction name, and we have an explanation. We have a and bit I love of an explanation. I love this. Do you? Absolution. I think that's a great name. I quite like the, the similarity between that and evolution. I was going to say <laughs> absolution is a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, but we all hate evolution. <laughs> evolution. Yeah. We've yeah. we've got yeah. into this. I liked them together, but <laughs> separately. Um, but yeah, so we've got so we've got Paige. But um, I don't I don't understand that. This is this is my WWE how they think of things. So they've called this absolution, yeah. yeah. But then, like the NXT one, the Undisputed Era. Yeah. What a shit name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't really, I don't, I don't get that one. Um, but yeah, so this one's Absolution. I would like to maybe get more explanation on why they've called it Absolution. And it means the exemption from consequences, doesn't it, Absolution? You can be absolved from something. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe that makes sense. I don't know, does it? Maybe more explanation as to why these two specifically have joined with Paige, because I know they said uh, Paige has started the revolution or evolution whatever it was and yeah maybe she should get more respect or whatever but why have these two suddenly gone yeah you know we'll, you know, join forces with Paige like did she recruit them did they go to her yeah something like that yeah hopefully we'll find more out about that in, in the coming weeks well I think they'll give it, they should definitely get more members yeah so there should definitely be more of them well that's what they A were trying to do with Sasha and then potentially with Asuka mm-hmm. yeah well, that's not going to happen <laughs> no that's not going to happen at all but... but I like that bit with Asuka yeah so I thought that, I thought both of these were quite cool I thought the bit with Sasha was a bit long winded yeah it went on for too long yeah um, and I thought having them do the same thing with Asuka would not be so good because uh, like it was predictable that uh, Asuka would then try and fight them off and then the numbers game would catch up or whatever so I found it quite good that maybe she was playing mind games with them backing off yeah but that's not, what I put yeah. like not backing down but backing off Asuka's essentially untouchable at the moment yeah so have you seen it, them? it would have really weakened her to have her beaten obviously it's free on one but it still would have been really weakening for her to be seen to be beaten down yeah. like that so that's the way out of it did you see the Twitter beef between Paige and Asuka no so there was. Oh, let me get it out. Really? So Asuka says, at real page WWE, you were brought back up. Why? You're not ready for Asuka yet. And then Paige replied, "Stop! You're not that special." With a kiss emoji. Well, yeah. So it's all. I'm assuming this is all storyline beef. <laughs> well. Um. But yeah, it's, it certainly plays into... I'd quite like to see a Paige-Asuka match. I think that would be pretty good. Um, I think we all know Paige is a decent wrestler yeah. and could have a match with anyone on that card and make it good. Do you know, I might be slightly controversial. I don't think Paige is that good. Really? I think she's better than a lot of women around. I just don't think she's as good as people maybe think she is. I don't recall a really great match with Paige in. Do you? I think we might go a little while without Paige actually being in a match. Yeah, it would make sense for it if she's going to feud with Asuka for um, Sonya Deville and um, Mandy Rose, Rose to, to maybe go first. And because she's also 
uh, like I don't know. She's in, on the way back from a long-term injury. You don't she's, want to be in Asuka. She needs to no. build, like, <laughs> she'll need to build, uh, as if she's missed pre-season yeah. having football, she needs, she'll probably need to build up a kind of fitness. Because, like, like they say, training is fine, but there's no practice like being in the ring. This is the problem with the women, though. Like, who do you feed to them? Get them back. Like Obviously, Dana, Dana, Brooke. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. <laughs> Nikki James. Probably Bailey now. She seems to be in that status at the moment. Yeah, Bailey. Um, side note: Where the hell was Nia Jax again? I don't know. Where yeah. is this woman? Have we heard the stuff? We can eat buffet. Nah. <laughs> well, that. yeah, I was just about to say that we heard the stuff about people body shaming and body stuff. shaming yeah. her backstage. Yes, it'd be a shame people, to hear if that from was your own the industry. They say that I've watched you change. Yeah, which is I don't know if she means physically getting changed. Like, yeah. that'd be weird. I don't know, it'd be such a old-fashioned sort of attitude to have, like in the workplace especially, like just to be like, oh, you're so fat. Like, why? Why does that even matter in 2017 or anything? Well, not being funny. Really? I wouldn't say anything about it. She'd <laughs> kick my ass. <laughs> Not only that, she'd get The Rock to kick your yeah, ass. You would love the rock, that. The Rock wouldn't kick my ass. The Rock would shatter your ass. He fucking wouldn't. He's a dick. This is the worst conversation ever. We'll, we'll cut this. Um, but yeah, no Nine Jacks. Yeah, the body shaming stuff was a bit strange. It'd be sad to hear if that was actually true. I mean, obviously, I, I don't think it bothers her that much because she's a very strong woman, but she must, must be used to But is it me or is it that there's still that old mentality in the locker room for wrestlers? Yeah, I think there's an element of it, at least. Which, you know, yeah, I mean, like, you... without wanting to name names, I, I think of maybe the likes of Mickey James or whatever who maybe have a little bit more old-fashioned attitude about how you should be as a like a, a, a diva as back of what they would have been yeah. if she was around but I mean like from a higher up kind of standpoint you want the representatives of your company to look as best they can like, obviously you want to have some diversity you want to have some bigger people all that kind of stuff some people who look different yeah. but at the core of it you want people to look at people like I don't know like Roman Reigns Seth Rollins, people in, like in good shape, like Finn Balor, fucking ripped. Yeah. You want people to look at those kind of people and go, wow, these yeah, guys are so cool, I should watch wrestling. But yeah. then for that, it shouldn't matter what you look like, it should be your ability. So Samoa Joe, for example, is quite big, but yet I'd say he's a better wrestler than fucking if, Jason Jordan, <laughs> who looks ripped. If you're someone who doesn't watch wrestling... Um, the first, the first thing you're going to see isn't wrestling. The first thing you're going to see is someone's appearance. And if you don't watch wrestling, you don't necessarily know what's good and what's not. Yeah. So if you look Maybe at Roman Reigns, you think, oh, this guy is six foot something, he's huge, he's tattooed, he looks like a badass. And then you look at some other Joe, and I'm not saying I think this at all, but you'd think, oh, he's just like a fat man. <laughs> yeah, but then you see him, you wrestle. Watch him wrestle. Yeah, but your first instinct is and it's the same with he's out of shape with the likes of Bray Wyatt Kevin Owens Kevin Owens as well I think that's even Sami Zayn to an extent he has no like he's a bit definition yeah, to yeah he's a bit flabby not flabby but you know he's skinny fat <laughs> Baron Corbin <laughs> dumps the fire <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I see what you're saying I've, I've, and yeah man, I agree to a most of an extent it does depend on your in-ring ability yeah how 
good you should be perceived as. But there is an element of image, and unfortunately, maybe that image isn't what they're looking for. Um, it must that have been... being said, there's they pushed Nia Jax in the past. I'm sure they will in the future. Yeah, it must have been from someone quite significant for her to say that because yeah. I'm sure she's had that from so many people before. Yeah, coming up. Um, so. But you've got to think. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a fat person, <laughs> and I don't care what people say to me. But then it could be just one person goes, "You're fat," and you think, oh, "Do you know what? I don't need that." Depends. Yeah. I suppose it could depend on the person. Or just how frequently you're getting it. Yeah. Or, and as you say, just your mood on the day or... Yeah, because generally, if someone said it to me, I'd be like, well, screw you, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. But then, like, if she's getting it constantly backstage, mm. like from tiny women that are going, well, you're fat, you're yeah. fat, it can't be... Maybe that's how um, Absolution are getting to Nia Jax. They're not doing it on TV, they're just running around going backstage going, oh, you've got some more chips there, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so would, yeah, long-term booking. Yeah. Reality era. You're going to see this play out on the next epi- on the next series. <laughs> yeah, total games. divas. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me actually. It would probably. Be, it's probably. I'm not going to say it's fake. Probably done for that though. <laughs> um, right, Should we just skip through the other bits on Raw? Yeah, I mean, what else happened? There wasn't too much. I mean, so we Matt had Hardy. actually. To be fair, we had a really, really good match between Seth and Cesaro. Seth and Cesaro. As much as Matt, I can guarantee what you're about to say is you've seen this too many times. <laughs> no, it and, was a good. It was a good match. So they have a they have no, a really good chemistry. Yeah, and I admit they have really good chemistry. But I don't want to see this match every fucking week on Raw. Yeah, well, the good thing is, so last week we got Dean versus Sheamus. <laughs> oh, yeah. But how many Seth times have we Cesaro. fucking seen? And next week we've got Dean and Seth versus Cesaro <laughs> and Sheamus. And then we'll have Seth versus Sheamus and Dean versus Cesaro. <laughs> it's like and the tag team division. If is, we win the titles, back, there, is no more, <laughs> there is no more tag team division because it's just them two fighting. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Raw tag team division is, is terrible. Well, you, they desperately need... Um, Scott Dawson to be back. They need the yes. right revival back. They need Jeff Hardy to be back. But and they for need, me, they need to make both Dallas watch, and Curtis Axel a tag team who yes. actually compete. But if you watch War Games, bring them up. Bring so, some of them people up. All of them. So, yeah, why yeah, not? Not the likes of Adam Cole. You can't um, just get rid of nine of Bobby Fish and Carl O'Reilly. But um, maybe authors of pain. They've got nothing left to do in NXT. Yeah, they've got to be there next, right? Well, that now has enough tag teams. There's been reports of them being at backstage at various shows. Mm. Authors of Pain. So, potentially... I don't know. Yeah. Sanity are the tag champions, so they're not going anywhere. Yeah, and, and again, they're a, they're a trio. And they, San- so. I don't think Sanity would transfer as well over to the main roster. Yeah, although I'd like I to don't Killian, know. I'd like to see Killian Dane. I'd like to see Nikki Cross up in the women's... But they've just added basically six women, so... I would like to see a Sanity versus uh, Wyatt's feud sometime down the line well, there's currently only one so. well I mean that's what I mean maybe maybe Bray, they attack him if Bray ever turns face or whatever have Eric Young and the like attack him do you know what and have him over the course of a couple of months like recruit back the, the bludgeon brothers <laughs> for the third <laughs> and time and even Braun Strowman maybe do you know what yeah. I was thinking the other day um, it was about Bray Wyatt who was on board this week Bray Wyatt yeah, just after Wrestlemania 32 he had a tag match with Roman Reigns as a face and basically as a face yeah and it was really cool and I was wondering where they were going to go with that and then like the next day he gets injured in early or something yeah 
and it's just not been the same since. And I really, I've always wondered what I they did. were going to do with Bray Wyatt. Then. Is it the booking of Bray Wyatt that's really bad, or is he just one of them people that they just don't know what to do with? I, I think he's that. he's too good a character and too creative a person, and they can't like keep up <laughs> like yeah maybe if you were to give him kind of which they can't do if you were to give him sole control of his character because i'm sure he has control over 90 percent of his promos yeah um if you were to give never him control make of any his sense and just kind of have creative occasionally dip in or just keep their hands off then he could be something special but it's got to the point now where he's been there four and a half years and he's done next to nothing I think it's a case of um, I think with Bray Wyatt they've gone right we've got this character and we've got him down like he's this really creepy guy they can always rely on him for a promo yeah there's there's interesting and a creepy story nonsensical promos and we can shoot some really cool vignettes and stuff and then they go but what do we actually do with him as in in the ring like in the ring he's great as well but like what do we actually do with him storyline wise as a wrestler and I think that's a bit where they've gone character first and then they've gone how do we make him fit into all of this stuff? And he just doesn't fit at all. So, yeah, like, his promo this week um, was kind of like... What I kind of got from it was... You guys... You're all dead. You pretend, <laughs> it's like, you pretend to kind of be with me, but when it comes to it, you're never really with me. Sure. Is that what you got from this? Yeah, that's sure. what He's I the kind of character... saying that you don't follow, like, you don't really follow yeah. me. He's the kind of character that, I know this sounds really bad... He kind of needs a, a year off. Yeah. And then bring him back in vignettes. Yeah. Like they used to do with The Undertaker. Do you remember? Like when The Undertaker turned from The Undertaker to being the American, American Badass. Badass. Yeah. And they had them vignettes continually running. And no, you one were knew, like, no one knew who they were for at that point. Yeah. yeah. He's here. Yeah. Even, even like um, have him maybe during a match. Uh, have his little Bray Wyatt clip thing play noise um, and then maybe the likes go out for a second but he doesn't appear just every couple of weeks or every once a month or something that happens yeah. freaks someone out um, that's what they should have done off the back of his latest you know absence from his illness yeah they or even should just, have built it back like that even just things like um, just in, in between segments his little thing hit and it Cuts like, and there's just like an empty rocking chair just yeah. for five seconds and that's yeah. it and, yeah, and then and then you know oh, Bray Wyatt's coming back and then you're always on edge thinking where's he going to come back and then when he does it's like yeah he came back and it, I, don't, it's, I don't know why they can't build Bray yeah why they can't no, build I, 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 I just thought, want to be sat on the sidelines for no reason though I thought after this meningitis thing and after the sister Abigail thing um, that because they didn't get the payoff of doing that that he would probably be off for a month or two yeah but then there's brought him back with no real... With a throwaway match with Jason Jordan. Yeah. But he's the same sort of character. You can put him sort of on the same sort of character basis as The Undertaker. He's that creepy guy. Mm. He's obviously not as over as The Undertaker ever was, and he never will be. Yeah. But do something with that character. Yeah. Don't... I think it's, I think it's, do you not think a problem with Bray Wyatt is, is more the era we're in now, where it's not believable anymore? Like... Obviously, The Undertaker, if you look at it at face value, his character, not believable in the slightest. No. No. And then, you know, the whole Dead Man, the, the whole American Badass bit and Dead Man Inc. and all that, fine. Bit more believable. But the whole dead person, mortician <laughs> thing, 
it's completely unbelievable and it fit well in the early 90s because everything in the early 90s was cartoony yeah and then the undertaker evolved with time and because he was such a legend by the time it became reality it was like okay he gets a free pass because he's the undertaker and he's yeah. a legend but bray wyatt doesn't doesn't get that benefit of the doubt because he's coming in at a time where the his character is, is is becoming more and more mythical and it doesn't need to but the thing is with bray wyatt there's just there is nothing like him so there's there's potential um, for him to be like the breakout in his like genre as such yeah. but yeah it's like they've got nothing and I never know why they've it. not ever gone with he things black out so why don't black out and then him just disappear from a match <laughs> yeah, like, yeah that I would like be that creepy as fuck yeah. if like you're in the middle of a match and it went ah! and then he's just gone <laughs> Yeah, I know. I agree. I think you're right. It would but be a good, good way to go. Someone who could potentially um, do something with him, which could maybe be where they were going on war this week. Broken Matt Hardy. Broken Matt Hardy. I don't want to see Broken Matt Hardy. I mean, yeah, it has kind of got to the point where I didn't want to see it. It's a ludicrous character. <laughs> but I put I'm more interested in Broken Matt Hardy than I am in Hardy Boys Matt Hardy at age forty something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. They need to on his something. own. And then and you have to factor Jeff into that as well when he comes back. Yeah, which isn't apparently until like after WrestleMania. Yeah. So there's still there's quite a while to run without him. So, like, we'd seemingly got hints this week. Yeah, I mean, that's breaking. Yeah, like, I mean, cause, definitely. Because they kept making a point in the match then, and Matt's going through a rough spell. Yeah. And I thought, could I was thinking to myself, like, could this be the start of them trying to do something with the broken thing? Yeah, he's and clearly then, not going to win this match. <laughs> and then at the end, him having, like, a fucking epileptic fit. <laughs> <laughs> a delete fit how dead yeah. was this crowd I know oh do you know what really annoyed me when they were when they were the... that was a post-Wrestlemania crowd yeah. him doing that the place would have yeah. like melted to the ground but when the women the the newer women were trying to speak they were like what what yeah. just shut the fuck so up much. and let them try and get it and over what, what annoys me is that you can hear kids doing that yeah. just because it's like what the crowd are doing so they're just joining in so and that, they're they gonna don't carry even that know over. what that's from no like, that's the worst bit that needs to but, die but why what a new character exactly like you don't know what they're gonna say if so it's, why if what it's something them? that um you've heard a million times or like someone you don't care about fine but this is a brand new story you're literally getting an explanation right there and then as to why this thing is happening and you're just wanting it yeah. i guess like yeah they're heels and you might like you're not supposed to like enjoy what the heels are saying but you still need to listen and take it in it was that it was sonia deville isn't it she really struggled with that yeah. because she was trying to say something and then they'd what her and then she'd try and say the next thing like for two sentences yeah. and it just sounded really muddled yeah, just so like, I, don't, like, I thought she don't, came across as the weakest of the three yeah like, don't ruin it for yeah. like a new character it's just yeah. things like just like, fucking Alexa, shit crowds Alexa yeah. does it quite well in that like, she, 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 down, she yeah. said in she, I think it was an interview with Jericho she did that um when they when they're doing it, you just got to change up the way you're speaking. Yeah. Because so many promos are, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. And, and then you're like, gonna stop like, me from getting you, my message across in the same way. If you were to speak to someone normally, you don't speak with all those pauses. Yeah. So she just says that, like, when when it's a crowd like that, she just tries to minimise those kind of pauses and yeah. just switches it up a bit. Um, and then 
try and come up with something good to shut them down. This is why Alexa Bliss is so great. She's learned that and she's only been in the business for like yeah. three years. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But that's veteran level knowledge there. But why are crowds like that being just fucking idiots? I don't know. It does annoy it me. It annoys me too. I think just get over yourselves for a start. You're there to enjoy the show. Yeah. Enjoy it. Get involved in the best way possible. You know, a crowd can make or break a show. Of course yeah. it can. So why are you intentionally breaking one? <laughs> you want but to you're... see good TV? You want to be in a, a good live event? But if a new character comes out, right way. don't... Like, as soon as they start talking, what them? Yeah. Because that's just like defeating the object of it. If our truth was to come out, exactly, yeah, like no one cares. he might want what's up, like, <laughs> giving him a what instead. But yeah, there's a new, there's a brand new story, one of the main stories on Raw. You're getting new people. They're telling you why they're there, and you're trying to fuck it up. Or someone like Drew Gulak, who is meant to be annoying on the mic, and obviously he's a fairly new talent to the, to the audience and stuff, and you don't want to see new talent wasted. But that would fit with him. Because he's meant to be annoying on the mic. Yeah. So you can what him. What Enzo. Because he yeah. waffles. Um, but I don't think there's anyone else on the roster, really, who you can what. They were doing it Jason Jordan as well. Yeah. yeah. But then again, like sometimes they even do it to baby faces. And it's just like... like I've seen them do it to Shane. Yeah. Even though like we complain how kind of monotone and stuff he is. It was like, very bad again this week. You're not meant to do it to someone like him. Yeah. I just, thing. I just think crowd. It, it might be that I'm just getting old and I'm just cranky. Yeah, <laughs> but crowds now are just like, oh, you're so irritating. Yeah. So when we first started this podcast, one of the segments I wanted us to do was each one of us each week to have a turn on what's pissing you off about wrestling right now. Yeah, fans. And one of the first things I wanted to talk about was fans. Should we have like a, a PWP room one hundred and one? Yeah, we should. Get rid of all fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just, it's pers- Only people aged 25 and above are allowed in, sorry. And it's specific of- places in America, though. Yeah. As well. Fuck off, Mojo Rawls. <laughs> oh, Mojo Rawls. Oh, there's a... Yeah. I think there's light, a, light there's a segment there. For Mojo yeah, the light's coming from his fucking fluorescent <laughs> shorts. But there is a segment in the 101, yeah. I'm liking that. Yeah, I think should in we the coming weeks... Try that next week? Yeah. In the absence well. of pay-per-views to review, <laughs> yeah. we'll just talk about everything else that's pissing us off. And because there's no pay-per-views for a while, it gives us loads of time to actually finally set in stone what our rating system is. And Survivor Series teams. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. Got that one. <laughs> which, which we started before SummerSlam, I think. Yeah. yeah. And is now after Survivor Series. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've been busy. Uh, has been a busy period yeah. for all of us. Uh, anyway, right, okay, so Raw. I think we're pretty much done with Raw, right? There was the Cruiserweights, which um, ended up with a, a so this, Fatal 4 way, which one won. So this annoyed me, because if you don't watch 205 Live, mm. you don't really know who the Cruiserweights are. Yeah, yeah. And they don't get an entrance, and then they don't get like a little graphic coming along mm-hmm. saying who's against who. Yeah. So, so if you're a newbie... You if you're a newbie, you don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah. You don't know who to cheer for. Like, and I didn't like the way that he he announced a fatal four way match, and then he announced another fatal four way match, and then those two winners would face off, and then that would be the number one contender. But he didn't actually tell you who was going to be in those fatal yeah. four way matches. No. So when they came, as you say, when they came into the ring, and the, it just came to them in the ring, you're like, well, who who are these guys? It takes a couple of minutes to go. I was, like, oh yeah, he's Davari, and oh no, yeah. I was kind of assuming that <clears throat> they would do one. Babyface match and one heel match. I I did think that at first, but then I don't think that makes sense. And yeah, thinking about it, it doesn't make sense. But then that way you would get like a guaranteed face versus, face versus heel, heel one yeah. number one contenders match. But I'm, 
I'm assuming this means that. Well, I suppose, I suppose the face has to win next week also because. Well, who's who's going to be in it next week? So it'll be um, Cedric Alexander, and who? So it'll be Cedric Alexander. Kalisto. Uh, Kalisto. Maybe Kalisto. Who's the other masked one? Oh, um, uh, Grand uh, Metalik. Oh, yeah, Grand Metalik. But then you've got um, Tony Nice and Drew Gulak. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Hideo Tami's meant to be appearing Hideo soon. Hideo Tami. You've got. I'm assuming he'd be a heel. Jack Gallagher. Jack you've Gallagher. Got, yeah. Brian, uh, Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. Um, Tony Nice. You say Tony Nice. <coughs> Tony Nice. Yeah, I like. Tony. I want to see more Tony Nice. I need to see more Cedric. If we get Cedric versus Rich Swan in two um, weeks' time, I'll be very happy. Maybe with that. Mustafa Ali. Oh yeah, that was the guy I was thinking. Oh yeah, he has to be in that. He was in that segment. Was he? The backstage segment was Ali, Alexander, Rich Swan, and Tadap Tazawa. Oh okay. So I'm assuming if, Alexander and as Titus Worldwide dropped <laughs> Tazawa. Wow. Well, well, Titus is in Titus at the minute. Am I the only one who actually quite likes Akira Tazawa? I think he's right. I quite like him. He's done. I think he's a really interesting part of the Kudo division. He's the kind of guy who could, in an instant, be face or heel. Yeah. Because he's that kind of ruthless Japanese guy. So have, <laughs> we, have we heard the things dodgy about foreigner? Yeah. We heard the things about Neville coming back. Yeah, yeah. Are we saying Neville's going back into the cruiserweights, or he's just going to go back? I'm assuming he'd go back to the cruiserweights. So I don't yeah, think he wants to. Cruiserweights. Like, where where would he go? He needs to otherwise. go back to the main. The, main, yeah, the just main. yeah, he's got. To. There's so many great matches you can have. Yeah. Anyway, Booker T was <laughs> amazing. Oh yeah, uh, as always. Obviously. As always. As it's our segment. Yeah. So here comes our Booker T. Tell me, he didn't just say that. Moment of the week. So, so which one are we going for? <laughs> well, there's Cause... a few. How about we go for all of them? <laughs> right, so so the first one I got was during the Seth Rollins Cesaro match, and I don't know what he was trying to say. You don't want to bag a cat into the corner. Fine, I'm, ass- <laughs> I'm assuming he was trying to say back a cat into the corner. He definitely said bag though. <laughs> Fine, yeah, Booker T, rubbish. Move and, on. <laughs> Next uh, one. Michael Cole. <laughs> That's a hit under the chin. That has to be the uh, throat there, Michael. Yeah, that's under the chin. <laughs> well done, Booker. Yeah. And then his final one that I got. Um, Elias is facing the US champ. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, the, the IC champ. <laughs> he really has trouble with that US title, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, remember when he tried to tell us there was a new United States champion? <laughs> <laughs> or we don't know who that is. <laughs> Just shocking. Uh, Yeah, so that was our Booker T. Tell me, he didn't just say that. Moment of the week. Uh, And I think that pretty much brings Raw to a close. There wasn't much else worth talking about, I don't think. I don't think there was anything else to talk about. I can't think of anything. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm sure we're missing something and our thousands of listeners will be shouting at us right now. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Uh, but it's probably a good time to get on to Smackdown Live. Right, so Smackdown Live this week came from Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, and it kicked off with another Shane O'Mac 
promo in the middle of the ring. He's not getting any better on the mic, is he, Shane? We've is he getting of, worse? We kind of buried him a little bit on the mic in terms of... It seems very monotone and a bit like... He's just going through the motions a little bit, and this kind of went in a similar fashion. He's the promo equivalent of Roman Reigns in ring work. Yeah, I guess he is. He's doing the same thing <laughs> every week. Yeah. Um, so the opening segment was essentially him basically saying, right, we're going to get Daniel Bryan out here, and he's going to explain why he didn't fire them. Um, Daniel Bryan came out and kind of explained that, you know, he... Believes in second he chances. Believes in second chances. They're talented, and he's, he's the guy that if he's going to spot talent and push them and put them where they should be. And kind of um, laid into Shane a little bit in that. He like, did a little bit. He said that his temper gets the better of him a lot yeah. of the time. Oh, or I felt in this the best of your better judgment. In this promo, and the news that we hear that Daniel Bryan is going to wrestle again. Well, potentially. Potentially. Which is crazy for everyone. Is this where they're going to go with it? I don't Shane know. Shane McMahon. I mean. I find it hard to believe that for Daniel Bryan, if he was to ever wrestle for WWE again, he would um, face Shane McMahon in a match. Like, there's so many more options. So, <laughs> I was um, listening to Daniel Bryan on the way here, listening to him on the Sam Roberts podcast. Yeah. Um, and he Don't was, go listen to that. <laughs> and he was saying... Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you what he said now, so you don't have to. Yeah, listen. exactly. Ruin it. Um, Spoiler. So he was saying that, um, as we've seen recently, that he he's been saying that he he reckons there's an eighty percent chance that he'll wrestle again, um, but only twenty percent for WWE. But he's saying that um, if it was up to him, he would. If he was to wrestle again, he only really wants to wrestle for WWE. Yeah. Like wrestling at all the other places would be cool, but. WWE is the place where he wants to go. Yeah. Whereas a lot of contradictory reports were saying that Daniel Bryan, as soon as his contract's up, he's so going to Ring of Honor or Japan. Yeah. Um, so it's good to hear that he wants to stay there. Um, he was also saying that, um, and something which I've seen today, which I sent to you guys in the WhatsApp group, was that Brie Bella has been saying that um, a lot, of, so, so many of Daniel Bryan's results have been positive, like. Some of his like brain scans and his brain tests are better than people who've had no concussion history, okay. and apparently it's forcing WWE to kind of reconsider the examinations. Yeah, and they um, never could be as bad as Chris Benoit. And mm. he was saying that <laughs> dirty word. Chris like, Benoit. <laughs> he was saying that don't just to people that don't think for a single second that Vince McMahon or anyone backstage is like holding him back. Like they all want him back, but it's purely like a legal thing. So it's not as if Vince McMahon is saying, like, look, no, end of. Yeah, yeah. He's saying, like, they're very receptive to it because they want him, like, they're saying that they want him on TV, like, every week. Yeah, because like, yeah, he draws instance, money. There's yeah. instances the where... loving. There's instances yeah. where he doesn't want to go out, but they kind of make him go out because yeah. they want him on TV. So if they want him on TV, they're going to want him in a wrestling capacity. Yeah. And he was saying, like, in... 2013 was his last full wrestling year. He wrestled, like, over 270 matches. He said he didn't... We w- wouldn't do that schedule again. No. But no he need. would he would do he would want to do something like fifty to hundred matches a year. Yeah. And even if he did like I know he like he said he wouldn't want to, but even if he did like four matches a year. Yeah. That would be like so. I'm not even being funny. Even if he just did Mania every year, <laughs> like, I'd be happy be with that. So good for the company, like money wise, just for the fans. But it's just always and for him because you can tell he's not. 
enjoying it. Like no. Being a GM. Like, yeah, he's not enjoying there's, it. There's always the lingering doubt of his way of saying that um, if anything were to happen, even if it would have happened regardless of him having these concussion injuries, because um, he has had these concussion things, if something does happen to him, then then they're liable and exactly yeah. someone but why don't they just there will be some blame for something just to say like you get injured like you want to wrestle you get injured then it's down, it's to, down you. to you we're not we'll i guess it's you. just because of the we'll help you rehab but we're not you can't sue us i guess it's just the size of the company and how kind of public and stuff they are i think it would it would look, look it great. would look I, I very mean, bad desperately trying to avoid a if they if they force this guy to retire due to injury and then bring him back because they were wrong and then it turns out that he actually but, give himself dementia or something. Yeah, that wouldn't make him look very good. Um, so moving back on to SmackDown then. Um, essentially, Shane's promo was to get an explanation from Daniel uh, about why he didn't fire him. Um, and as we say, Daniel makes his Why point. he didn't fire Kevy Owens. Kevy Owens. Kevy Owens. That was funny. But uh, either way, Shane ends up making the match between Kevy Owens and... <laughs> Randy Orton and a no DQ match for later in the night and that is the main event for SmackDown. And do you want to know what pissed me off or confused me about this? Really ground your gears. Sami Zayn is banned from ringside. Yeah, no DQ. But it's a no DQ match, like yeah. so what is what are the repercussions of banning banning him from ringside? Way to go, Shane, makes much loads and loads of sense. <laughs> it was like it did kind of make like because Daniel Bryan made valid points and like he was like, these are two of our most talented guys. Um and you know that if we fire them, they'll just, they'll just go to Raw. Yeah. And Shane was like, yeah, but then they'll be my sister's problem. And that's like a really... Childish. Yeah, really childish, <laughs> unprofessional point of view. Yeah. I don't know why, but in my head, I was like, well, why would they go to Raw if you've just fired them? Yeah. <laughs> Surely they would go to another brand, yeah, like another... Another company. Yeah. They don't have a contract with SmackDown. <laughs> All right. I believed it for too long. Um... So yeah, that, that match was made for later in the night. Well, the match was added to for later in the night. Um, next up was New Day versus Gable and Benjamin with the Usos on commentary. I like the Usos, but when they're on commentary, they do talk a little bit too much and a little bit over everybody else. Sometimes, because they talk, and the way they work in their promos is they talk together. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they, they like talk. twins at, do. Yeah, they talk together at the same time. Yeah. Which makes it very difficult. Um, did you enjoy Matt didn't enjoy this but did you enjoy Biggie bringing out an entire pancake breakfast from his tights it's <laughs> a bit weird it's like we just, it literally just kept coming yeah putting out some plates putting out some pancakes putting out some syrup is the syrup supposed to be warm <laughs> yeah. I thought this this whole bit was quite funny like it it was a bit chaotic but it was light hearted so Uso is very much like buddy buddy friends with we're new there now and they have like <laughs> I know they had the respect after all their matches and stuff, and there was, um, they they did like backstage. I don't know if you saw during Survivor Series, they were tweeting a lot of backstage, um, well not tweeting, but just on like Snapchat and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of backstage videos, and especially following the Usos going around like bigging up the SmackDown lot. Mm. And one of them was after the New Day lost, they went up to the New Day and they were like, "Look, you guys like don't worry about this. You guys got this." They were very much like really like good friends kind of thing it's a, yeah. bit, a little bit weird um, but I, I've just kind of accepted even though they haven't made it official in any way but I've just accepted yeah. that their, their faces, faces now. <laughs> and Gable and Benjamin are heels yeah it would have been nice to get some confirmation of yeah. that or something yeah <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but I guess that's even if it's just like Gable like saying like Shelton Benjamin, like it wasn't working for me before. Benjamin's helped me unlock this side of me or whatever. Yeah. But for them just to randomly just one week just start acting this way and then just kind of continue on it continue it very subtly every now and then it's just a bit weird yeah but I thought the match itself was really good um, I was I surprised can't... that New Day got the win yeah actually. I was surprised as well yeah, trying to build up a, an Usos Gable and Benjamin feud with, where they've got a title match coming up I would have thought you might want to keep them strong and have them win but because you can't necessarily have them run over the New Day and have New Day kind of get on like a losing streak but um, they could have just have them cheat to win. Yeah, yeah. have them cheat to win and have that as like a scalp over the longest yeah, tag champs of all that, time. Yeah, be really good for them. Um, but Woods picks up the pin on Shelton Benjamin, which was a surprise, as we say. Shout out to Xavier Woods for randomly joining the match, well, not randomly, after Kofi performed. I can't even remember what the move was, but it looked impressive. And Woods just went, You're so good! <laughs> it was, um, it was, um, I think Kofi Kingston, like, they, they did the, like a bunch of tag team moves and then Kofi Kingston um, bounced himself off the top rope and did a backward yeah, splash that was it, yeah. and Kofi Kingston was like you ain't never seen that before yeah. and Xavier Woods was like yeah you're so good <laughs> they just work so well yeah, together so all good. three of them I want, to, I want to see something happen with them like to make it a bit more interesting but at the same time I never want to see them break up because they're very entertaining and do even, you when remember... they were, even when they did the WWE shop advert it was like this is really actually do you remember funny. when they first come out like the vignettes of them as the New Day, and it I looked very as a, gospel. As a, yeah, gospel. Group. Yeah, very gospel. If you look at the, the video behind them on the time drawing back in those times, it was all very gospel. Wasn't the it? weird, like um, Xavier Woods and Biggie kind of um, scouting and recruiting of Kofi Kingston and stuff. I never saw any of that. I wasn't watching at that point. And the, it was like Biggie was like a preacher. Yeah. And I think that's where like, they got the like Reverend Devon all over again. <laughs> yeah, not Reverend Devon. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I knew they have done it's like even um, to still be this entertaining after three years together now because they've been together since. I just think they were given season. this thing, and then no one ever thought this yeah. would. But they 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 do things that no one else can ever get away with, like like who else on the roster would be able to come down and pour cereal over kids and bring pancakes <laughs> out of there. <laughs> Had the trunks, yeah. Like, no one else would literally would be able to. You know to do why? Because Vince doesn't watch SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd love everything the new they do. That's so Vince. I just love even the occasional comments that they throw in in their promos, just the like yeah, little Vince. things that like internet smart people would laugh at. Yeah. Um, like, I think, what was it, like, last week or during Survivor Series, they went to say something um, and they say stop Biggie from using the actual word and he was like oh yeah yeah PG PG yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just and like when that. the whole Xavier Woods tapes came out yeah. they were a bit something you want to test <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god uh, that was pretty cool hence uh, why there were, there were I've seen a couple hence of why tweets. Paige is on Raw now <laughs> and he's on Smackdown I have seen a couple of tweets saying that Paige really does love a threesome group <laughs> Oh, what was that noise? That's so sexist. I don't know, but we're a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Paige would like to join us. <laughs> anyway, out of the every weekend, out of the gutter. <sighs> right, Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> what, do we, what do we make of this? 
Um, so I, you didn't as we see, said last week, I didn't yeah. see SmackDown last week, so I got to see their entrance and stuff for the first time today. I quite like the music. Yeah, I quite like the, I like the whole look and the entrance. I don't like I the don't red. I like the attire. The, the, the red, red isn't, yeah, I don't like the Do red. Do like all black or black and maybe like a khaki kind of thing like, yeah. like Strowman had going on yeah um, and I do like the, I like the sheet mask that has evolved yeah I think it's quite cool that it's turned into like a proper gas mask with the, it's got a bit more sinister looking now yeah um, I quite I like the whole look of it I just think the gimmick's a bit ridiculous I, don't and I hate think, the name I don't think it's I, the gimmick I think it's the name yeah it must be just the name I don't actually. know why the gimmick can't kind of be like look We've been together most of the time. We don't work on our own. Yeah. Let's just be a fucking badass tag team. Yeah, just be Harper and Rowan. But, uh, yeah, have you seen, by the way, that they've um, officially dropped their first names as well? Have they? So, like, on the website and everything, they're now just Harper Why and Rowan. Why do they always do this? Like, they did it with Adrian Neville, yeah. Alexander Rusev. Yeah, that's true. Forgot about Rusev. Um, they're doing it with... Um... They Where changed was Rusev Cesaro. Yeah, they changed Antonio Cesaro. They've changed... Um, TJ Perkins to just TJP. Yeah. So apparently it's Elias. Elias Sampson to Elias. Elias. Yeah. Apparently they do all this kind of stuff because it's better for merchandise. Yeah. Who cares? Um, People still buy it anyway. Merchandise. Yeah. Where was Rusev this week? I actually missed him. Uh, an over exuberant Rusev Day celebration, probably. Every day's a Rusev Day. Fair, if I had Lana, I'd just be home all day. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. If you had Lana. <laughs> sorry. Who said sorry to? Misses. We forgot to mention, by the way, how they made such a point of um, Dean Ambrose and Renee being on their honeymoon. Yeah. And then they got married like over but, six yeah, months ago. Yeah, a while ago, wasn't it? And making a, making a point of Seamus taking his annual sabbatical to Ireland, which I didn't know he had. Yeah, I didn't know there was an <laughs> annual yeah. sabbatical. Annual means every year. And I'm pretty sure that's the first time they've ever mentioned it. Yeah, like, what so he goes to Dublin and gets pissed. Yeah. <laughs> And why does he get given time off to do yeah. that? <laughs> I think that probably doesn't yeah. that. Maybe it comes with his kind of veteran status. And it's Mason Triple H. Triple H, yeah. Um, anyway, back to the, the Bludgeon Brothers. So they, they were up against the Hype Bros again for the second week. And we've now finally seen the end of the Hype Bros. And Mojo Rawley was so desperate to tell Zack Ryder. Thank fuck for this. Hype Bros are dead. Thank the Lord. I just wish... Mojo Rawley would have made. Oh, no, I'm going to say good. I wish he was dead. I wish it actually had been the other way around, but I don't know. Find it. Um, no, I would much, much prefer uh, Mojo turning on. Yeah. Zach Ryder. Zach Ryder's a sympathetic baby face that is everyone he, loves. Nobody, um, nobody cares. For some reason, he is very popular, though. Is he? Yeah. With and who? The crowd. Um, Dude, I don't think you should, If you ever saw. His dad? If you go back and see his. <laughs> 2011, late 2011. Oh yeah, he was very popular. Anyway. But he, like even Long like, Island IZ. But um, it makes more sense for Mojo to be a heel because he can he can kind of be the the kind of heel that Sammy is, where he's like Annoying. so loud and obnoxious. Mm. Um, and he's stay hot. Although oh, Ryder is big and quite ripped, I think Mojo is more imposing. Yeah. So. As a heel, he looks better. Yeah, I guess that would make sense, actually. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, so the end of the Hype Bros, they were an underwhelming tag team, to say the least. Um, so yeah, I imagine we're going to Zack Ryder. That's what Zack Ryder said. He said, but one year ago, they were they were number one contenders. contenders. They were top of the tag division. And then it makes you think, like, 
fucking hell, they were the number one contenders at one point. Yeah, That's how low they, things were. They weren't really, were they? They won one match. <laughs> they won the Battle Royal. Yeah. But I think... Um, they, they would have gone into a programme for the titles regardless. So. Yeah. I think so we're heading towards a uh, Zack Ryder versus Mojo Rawley match, I'm assuming. Probably coming to a kickoff show near you. <laughs> Anytime soon. Um, Clash of Champions, maybe? Um, if not, probably just next week on Smackdown. Yeah. Um, but, you know, interesting to see where they go with it. They might do something different with this. I'm just might, thinking might Clash of Champions is only going to have three, no, four, is it three or four title matches? Well, you've got women's, men's, tag team. US. US. Oh, and US, yeah. It doesn't mean it doesn't... That's the, fine. Four, four titles in one show. Doesn't the title Clash of Champions make you feel like it's champion versus champion? Yeah. Because yeah. Knight of Champions was a bit more... Yeah. Um, they keep bringing back these WCW names and like don't <laughs> just don't yeah, just don't like, WCW's dead what happens to in your house yeah like create some new stuff or go back to your old stuff like like Starcade yeah like they brought out War Games and Starcade and Clash of Champions and they back in the day they did they had Great American, American Bash. Bash what are they going to do like Bash, Bash at the Beach Bash at the Beach yeah like what was the October what the Halloween Havoc Halloween Havoc <laughs> god I can't remember oh. Would not like to see a Halloween Havoc from WWE. Um, and obviously with War Games coming back, there's a lot of Apparently WCW. War Games is going to be um, like a kind of annual or regular thing. For NXT? Yeah. Mm. I liked it. Oh, but yeah, it was good. I thought I kind of wish they had the roof on the cage, but I can see why they did. I don't it added an extra it. element of if you escape, then your team forfeits, which I don't think you would get otherwise with a door. So moving on then. Well, the main title on SmackDown is held obviously by the amazing AJ Styles. Um, he's feuding with the not so amazing Jinder Mahal. Um, and this match was a, a handicap match against the single Sunil and Samir. Is that right? Yep. Samir and Sunil. Um, which I expected to be over in 10 seconds, but wasn't. Jinder attacked before the bell. And Singh's got much more offense in. But eventually, obviously, AJ picks up the win with a really cool second rope Styles clash. To both of them. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I, I, really thought was, I thought he was going to power bomb him. Yeah. And then when he caught him, I was like, oh God, please don't tuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't tuck that neck. But yeah, nothing much, nothing much progressed in this one. Other than the fact, interestingly, after the match, the ginger attacked the Singh brothers. Um, what I thought we found the crowd was, was saying, you still, you still suck. suck. <laughs> My notes here say, crowd, you still suck. He does. Yeah. <laughs> but is this going to be a thing next week where they're just going to say, grovel yeah, okay, so I'll yeah. say sorry. And, and yeah, I'm it'll be a it. thing. Eventually they'll, they'll leave him and he'll go back to being rubbish and they'll go into the tag team division. I think. And I think since day one of this podcast, we are done with Jinder. Yeah, we have always been done with Jinder. I'm still done with Jinder. I'm, I'm happy if he wants to go into a mid-card feud. No. <laughs> If you stick, Go back his, to NXT. you stick his character on the US title, yeah, exactly. saying, I'm the champion of the United States, yeah, look at me, I'm a twat. Yeah. That makes more sense. But going straight to the world title, yeah. no. No. <coughs> Just no. Um, moving on to then the, the SmackDown equivalent of what happened on Raw with the women. Yeah. <laughs> Which are... It's confusing me a little bit. Are they the doing Riot this, Squad. Are they doing this on purpose? Like making they it must the same? be, because they even made mention of it. Saying yeah, how it's eerily it's similar. A couple of times, but I kind of think they're just introducing them in the same way and then they're going to go off and do their own thing. Like, fine, fair enough, but it's a bit weird. It is a bit weird. They pretty much did exactly the same, except these guys actually wrestled a match. And I, I don't like that the war group is absolution, but 
SmackDown is the Riot Squad, which is kind of specifically named after Ruby after Riot. Ruby Riot, yeah. yeah. And I don't like that. It can't. I mean, it can't be. She can. She would never be able to be ousted from it because yeah, it's that her means name. Like, she's the leader. Yeah, she's the leader, and we know Paige is the leader in the other one, but it's not like set in stone. Yeah, because yeah. like, what what is the reason for her being lead? like? Why are these two people with with Ruby Riot? Yeah. Well, we, again, we don't really get much. Of Why are they suddenly bad guys when on NXT they're they were all, all good. good guys? Yeah. Um, I find it very difficult to believe Liv Morgan as a heel. She seems very smiley and very she, nice. She's very, yeah. She has that kind of um, bitchy kind of nice, as in like she'll smile to your face and then slap you in the face. Yeah. Um, like she had, she's got good. Like it kind of came across quite creepy. Um, but yeah, it did like, on SmackDown. Yeah. Like, but quite good facial expressions and kind of like you don't want to do that too much because Vince will see it and then go right now she's crazy she's a psychopath and now that's what she is now yeah, yeah like fuck off Vince <laughs> <laughs> um, but this was a six person not six man as they called it on Smackdown a six person tag team match um, just say six woman why does it have to be person yeah they wouldn't or... say six person if it was men They'd yeah say six yeah <laughs> um, so Natty walked out at the very beginning, which is a typical Natty, natty thing to do. And I, I love with that. How, how much she had to get across the point yeah, that she was going, leaving. Yeah. I'm leaving, I'm going out yeah, of I'm here, going I'm not sticking around, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm going to the back, I'm gone. Um, a bit of a dodgy looking bump for Naomi outside the window. Did you see into, it? Into, into the barricade. The barricade. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty bad. I mean, she basically just rammed the side of her face into the barricade. Think, yeah, and then they, they picked her made... up and I was like, don't do it again. Yeah. But I guess it was meant to maybe look rough because obviously the I don't know was... how much of it would have been their fault or Naomi's. Well, I think Liv Morgan got to her late and then she didn't put her force behind it. I imagine they were just kind of meant to just push or kind of Irish whip her into the yeah, barricade, yeah. like side on. Um, and she just ended up hitting right in the corner. On the corner, with right, her face. On her face or slash neck and shoulder, which couldn't have been nice. But I thought maybe it, maybe it was meant to be like that because the attack afterwards, where obviously they did the, um, the slingshot, slingshot into the, the steps. Yeah. Did well, maybe else maybe think... Naomi might be out for a couple of weeks or whatever. But... Did anyone else think when before they did the slingshot and they put the steps over her body on the floor that they were just doing that to keep her to down? Keep her down. Even yeah. though there was literally like... no contact on her body. I was like, oh my god, please don't be doing that. Isn't Naomi not filming as well for Marie? No, Spe- Becky Lynch has got her part this time. So. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they might have used sure, Michaels has probably got some kind of religious, <laughs> yeah. et- like yeah. biker kind He's of. He's a born again Christian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Has so anyone? Yeah. I, I watched the first one with John Cena, and then haven't watched it. I've never, I've never seen a Marine film. This is the sixth, sixth one. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. Uh, God, it's getting to Fast and Furious levels of ridiculousness. <laughs> um, but the attack looked pretty brutal. Looked painful. I imagine it was, you know, it was supposed to, as they say, be quite brutal. Um, my question, and yes, I imagine this is a genuine question. If someone slingshots you under the stairs, is that not a disqualification or? Well, I've always thought this. So, um, if you were to pull a table out, put someone through the table, you'd probably get disqualified. But if yeah, you put yeah. someone through the announce table, yeah, you're get not disqualified, getting disqualified. Yeah. Like you can chuck someone into a ring post or into the steps, but if you chuck the steps at someone, yeah. you get disqualified. Yeah, it's a bit weird. So slingshotting someone, setting area. the stairs up, slingshotting someone face first into it, is that not a disqualification? And I like that. Corey Graves made a point of saying while they were doing this that Ruby Riot was like sitting on Charlotte in the ring yeah, making yeah. her watch everything because um, they didn't really put the camera on him. No, they didn't. You couldn't see her. 
Um, it just looked like she had some kind of like camel clutch or something. Or something. Um, but I like that Corey Graves mentioned that because that just adds an extra element of meanness. <laughs> Savagery. Savagery. Um, yeah, so it's all going quite well. Um, something that isn't going quite well. Fashion products. Oh, God, yeah. Well, this was one of the more interesting ones, this was, at least. This was one of the better ones for a while. Uh, yeah, I did like the... There, did you get the inside joke about the, the, the dead horse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to get oh, well, that was funny. Stop. Uh, we need to beat this dead horse. <laughs> we need to beat this dead horse so we can get out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was just bizarre, though, wasn't it? And have, uh, did we just watch the Ascension get killed? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like... I, I do like the bit where they keep getting... Should the cameraman not have fainted as well? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it Victor's name? They keep getting Victor's name. Yeah. See you later, Vincent. See Vincent. It's Victor! <laughs> At first, they were like, Connor and... It's, uh... it's Victor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're still quite funny. Like, them two are really funny. And they, even the essential work quite either, well. Yeah. Uh, being quite funny with it. Um, it's just, just got a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. But like, where's it going yeah, now? Because this has we to lead to something. Blo- we had the whole Bludgeon Brothers thing, which just seems to have died a death. Yeah. Uh, why were they suddenly tied up in in a saw light room, uh, or chained up, I should say? Like, and who was the, who was Jigsaw in that instance? The person like, like, like Dolph with that hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thought is, oh, are the Ascension going to now turn heel on the fa- on Passion Police, Brizango, um, because they left them there to die <laughs> which I think would be a legitimate reason well, it's pretty legitimate yeah um, I'd be pretty pissed off I know this is my like but then actually they did say to him save yourself so this is my five year old self you know when they said about the gas yeah I thought it was going to be one of them five <laughs> I don't know there's a five year old inside me <laughs> going I can say you're the only one in this room who thought that <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would have been underwhelming ending, wouldn't it? <laughs> but would have gone with what Fashion Files is. Yeah. Underwhelming. underwhelming. It used to be so good. I I did. When it was new like and different. The, the pops that it got from the crowd when yeah. just the graphic would come on. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with them doing them as long as they're A, good Funny. enough, and B, not every single week. Yeah. Because when it started to get shit was when it was weekly. Yeah. I don't know. Um, hopefully, we'll see them actually start competing because they're both actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they've actually been a team for I think like every year and a half now. Yeah, I think quite a while. And they probably had about three televised matches. <laughs> well, actually, they had a few when they had the title contendership sort of angle. Yeah, and they had, they had a really good they title were, match. They were they? really over. Yeah. They had a really good title match against the Usos. Yeah, even even with all the shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. The Tyler Breeze in a dress. <laughs> And then Janet. So bizarre, this whole bloody thing. <laughs> um, wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Eh? Wrestling. Um, we had a quick, just probably before the Fashion Files, we had a quick backstage interaction between Bobby Roode and Baron Corbin. I love it. Bobby Roode basically asked him to put his, uh, his United States title online. Baron Corbin went, no. <laughs> and then no. walked off. Just fucked off. <laughs> but like, like, I don't understand. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't understand. Um, why was Baron Corbin there? Yeah. Like, why did he interrupt? Yeah. He didn't say anything. He did. did. he say... Yeah, he did. Oh, he said... He said, do you think I'm scared by you or something? You really are delusional or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he had something to say. Yeah, but I mean, it's just... Like, why, yeah. yeah, why was he there if he had no intention of defending <laughs> his title? 
show up. And if I was champion, that would be my answer to every every yeah. time someone wanted yeah. to no, try. No. <laughs> Do you think this is maybe built to an angle where we won't defend it against him, and then it gets to the stage where he has to because he's got that thirty day clause? I was going to say, has Baron defended it yet? Because he won it, it would have been over a he month. He defended against Sinkara. Oh yeah, twice. And then yeah. have you noticed that uh, since Survivor Series, Sin Cara just disappeared. Yeah, he's just gone. That was obviously <laughs> just to give Baron something to do. Yeah, I don't know. So I think so. I'm assuming we're going Rude Corbin for Clash of Champions. Um, no, not interested in them, honest. No, that'll be dull. Yep, that'll be dull. Oh, I like Bobby Rude though. Nah, he's just a gimmick. Like he's just a catchphrase in a song, isn't he? Yeah. Like he has to fit his catchphrase into everything. Yeah. Even when it doesn't really make any sense. But whatever. He was not. That's not a Bobby Roode specific like, thing. That's imagine, a WWE thing. Could you imagine if a if a, a real life, like if you in your day to day life you met someone <laughs> who was like obsessed with a word. Who said the like same someone, thing? <laughs> someone just like you know at work just constantly said everything was glorious. Yeah. But to the point where it's like. When 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 he finally gets to say it, it's almost orgasmic. It was a bit like you the other day with tremendous. tremendous. <laughs> yeah, but I was just throwing that in. Yeah. Like, but it wasn't like I have to fit it in every single thing that I say, and it's the best thing ever when I get to say it. You do a weird arm spin yeah. flappy thing. <laughs> you know what? He was so good though. Like NXT, he was good. Yeah, because he was a heel. And with when he was beer money mm. back in TNA. Or whatever they're called now. Or whatever they're called now. Global it's Force nice. Impactful Wrestling and Anus. I think um, the Global Force stuff has been dropped. I think. Yeah, that, you... that company got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's gone to rehab on Vince's money. Yeah. 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 But doesn't Vince own all the rights to TNA? I don't think so. Yeah, they own. I think they own rights to archive footage. I think. Oh really? Oh, they bought it for like two quid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would have bloody done that. <laughs> yeah. I would have spent at least a fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably worth it just to see some old Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, some old I, Joe stuff. I did watch a video the other day of um, loads and loads of moves that, that AJ Styles doesn't do anymore. Yeah, he used which, to do so. Didn't he? Um, like it was just like amazing move after amazing move. Didn't they do a really good thing with called Aces of Eights? Yeah, I don't, I've never really, I've never really watched it, but that was a big faction, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that was like was Bubba, wasn't well. Bubba Ray, Bubba Ray, Ray was, was the head of that. Or? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's enough TNA talk. That's enough yeah, TNA TNA talk. Sorry. Uh, they had main event mafia as well. Remember that? Boom! Money. Uh, right. That finally is the main event. Oh, SmackDown was a pretty shit. Well, it was a pretty match heavy card. I thought that was for two hours. There was Which what, isn't one, two, three. Four, five, five matches. Which, which isn't is... always the case with SmackDown. No. Because sometimes you just get two matches, and I'd yeah. be really pissed if I was in the crowd. Yeah. But... yeah get 205 time... Live after, it's fine. The most exciting hour on TV. Like two... Yeah, it's not on TV. If, he's a good, if they're good promos, two's enough. Two matches in a two-hour show, though. Like you, pay, you, you pay mainly for the matches. I'd want to say at least four, yeah. That, that's why when we had... Two an op- hour. When we had the option to go to Raw or SmackDown in May, or whenever it is... I would much rather have gone to Raw, which we are. Yeah, because you get three hours of actual main, main level action rather than two hundred five live. Plus main event beforehand. Oh yes, love main event. But even still, <laughs> like you, you'll just get like one match. Yeah. But it's still an additional thing. Okay. Um, um, so yeah, brought us to the main event, which was Kevin or Kevy, Kevy Owens, Kevy Owens, Randy Orton, um, a no DQ match, as we said. So yeah, it was a. I was a little bit concerned after when this match started. This was part of 
Kevin Owens' punishment, so to speak. Because he was getting his buck. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, okay, this has gone on too long now. This is literally just them embarrassing him because he did something wrong on the European tour. But, you know, it changed do, my mind. I was wrong. <laughs> do we know what they no. did? Do you know what? So there's, there's, well, you were you weren't the, really around. Did you know much the about the Yeah. So the rumor that I've heard is they wouldn't put the new day over. Yeah. It was they lost. Well, Sammy lost clean to Kofi, and then they were supposed to have been beaten down after the match. But to me, that doesn't make any sense. So, uh, yeah. Apparently, it was they were supposed to. Um, qu- they were supposed to quickly leave with the way they did, but they were supposed to go back in and get beaten up. Yeah. Which just doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no sense at all. But for me, like. If you're on a European tour, it's shit. Yeah. Because you're that far away from your family. Yeah. And your punishment is sent, sent home. Yeah. Well, other reports were Kevin Owens, especially, were being very um, like vocal and annoying about how unhappy he was on the tour bus, which was pissing off all the other guys. That wouldn't that was, be. That was another report. That but the grounds for sending anybody home, would it? Like, but you know, who would have gone to like Vince or anybody and said, Kevin Owens is really annoying. <laughs> but like, you know, like when you used to go on a school trip, this is the only. Yeah, I can, <laughs> couldn't pair it to. There's always a twat on the back of the bus. Yeah. yeah. Music or something. You're just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then they don't. Like, you don't kick them off the door. <laughs> don't kick them off. Unless they're in, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This was all a bit of a bizarre situation. Uh, I'm still hoping it's a work, but a part of me thinks it's actually real. Yeah, because they've never mentioned it. WWE are really that petty. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Because they've never mentioned it. Um... If they were to mention it and say like, look, you're you're literally even so so poorly behaved that we had to send you home from the European tour. Yeah. Then it could could be a story, but because it's been absolutely swept under the rug, I can't see it. Same, same here. Has anybody incidentally seen the Kevin Owens three six five? Yes. Yes, I watched it yesterday. It's really good, isn't it? It is really good. Uh, do you think Kevin Owens comes across as very unhappy all the time? I think he's a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah, he puts so much pressure on himself. I think the, the way he's... I think the whole Vince thing after WrestleMania with Jericho didn't help. But how harsh was he? I know. The I, match, I was... mean, the match was underwhelming. Don't get me wrong. I was expecting a lot more. But to not even really acknowledge him after he's come back? Like, I imagine he didn't do the same to Jericho. Yeah. Like, I think... Um, I thought that Kevin Owens... Because you see in the in the advert that it's like he's had highs of highs and lowest of lows, mm. and I thought Kevin Owens made very little of him losing the title. To Goldberg, I thought, I thought that he just didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that would have been his main like gripe. Like, yeah, the way that he spun it was like I got to be in the ring with Goldberg, the guy yeah. I grew up watching and stuff like. Yeah, he was very much made to say that. I, I think was, he was very diplomatic about that. Yeah, I was surprised about that because I thought that was where he was going to be like. I should not have lost the title because he did mention that him being against Jericho at WrestleMania for the world title would have been yeah better, which is at the time of what we all thought. <laughs> yeah, it would have been so much better. <laughs> Even though you wouldn't known that Kevin Owens was winning that match, so they weren't going to put Jericho as Universal Champion, were they? But I mean, they had Goldberg. So you know, I do wonder who they who they're going to do that who they're going to do it on next because I imagine they're all probably going to run for the same kind of period. Like SummerSlam to SummerSlam. Maybe. Uh, Which maybe, wasn't pretty Maybe if they've got archive footage of um, TNA and it might be AJ Styles, maybe. Uh, I did I did think that could be quite an interesting one. Um, but yeah. Jinder? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the first one, one of him dealing with all the hate. 
the first <laughs> on his way to retaining his second months to getting his second title first seven months of that would just be him like it's in a house show in <laughs> indiana lost I, again i lost to lost Eve Slater. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god jinder double jinder anyway yeah, very so good documentary radio and dominated kevin owens for and about the first seven or eight minutes and something about kendo sticks like, oh there is no way so they can't hurt they must sting like a let's bitch. buy one let's see, test it out you can see his arm i volunteer well. aid to be the the, the, the the crash test dummy i think you should um be the task quest <laughs> dummy as you <laughs> just called it all right gee well um, if we buy one we all have one hit from it i'm, I'm not buying into this <laughs> Yeah, I don't see how that works out for anyone. Yeah. Well, we all know what it feels like, and then we can live. I'm not that if, if you could, if you just listen to Kevin Owens screaming yeah. for almost the entirety of the match, I think there were just points where he was literally just screaming randomly to let some pain out. Yeah. That was yeah. It was His stiff, arm at the end looked. It was a stiff match, wasn't it? Um, I don't even, think even they like, like each other. Even no, things well, like they had a Twitter beef didn't they over that European tour incident just even things like Randy Orton getting hit in the hamstring with one like yeah like if you get pinched in the hamstring it fucking hurts let alone get hit with a fucking <laughs> pinching you in that hamstring people like who used to do it at school why people used to like kick a ball at the back of your legs oh, especially yeah. when it's on cold. a cold day oh classic ball <laughs> slap yeah um but Kevin Owens fought his way back into it and eventually <laughs> with a little bit of drum sorry <laughs> <coughs> And eventually, with a little bit of help from Sami Zayn, um, picked up the win. Surprising. <laughs> I like that. Kind of, it... Byron Saxton was like, but he's banned from ringside. And <laughs> Corey goes like, well, he's not a ringside. Yeah. yeah, he's not a ringside. He's on the ramp. I thought it was as soon as Kevin Owens went into the crowd. And I was like, well, Sami's going to yeah. come out now because they're not a ringside. Um, but then they moved to the ramp, which was technically more ringside than the, yeah. the crowd. But... But then at the at the end of the match, Corey Graves going, oh, what's going to be the repercussions for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens next week? Like, yeah. didn't really do anything wrong? Yeah, but it's, that's Shane uh, got his vendetta against him, hasn't he? It's so. the sentiment that he was banned from ringside, but that's what happens when you make it an ODQ match. Yeah, exactly. Things like that are going to happen. Way to go, Shane. And was anyone surprised that... Um, so Kevin Owens won with a frog splash. Yeah, I was surprised, slightly disappointed. The main reason I was surprised at that is because it's Randy Orton. Yeah. And I feel like he would have instantly been like, well, fuck, I'm not using a fucking rock splash. Yeah, yeah. And because, like, he got hit in the leg. You won't edit Guerrero. <laughs> he got hit in the leg and it had a super kick. Like, and he hated it RVD. Wasn't, it wasn't like he <laughs> had a thumb in the eye or had a low blow. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that painful move. Was that thumb but in that, the like, eye? That always yeah, been thumbed in the eye. <laughs> a thumb in the eye or a low blow. But yeah. that always works. But he just got, like, chop blocked. Yeah. And then frog splashed and, like, I don't know how that doesn't stop you from kicking out. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, I was very surprised that that was the move that won it. Even if it was like, put a chair on him and frog splash the chair. Just one thing. Something like that maybe would have been, yeah, more of an impact. But, um, yeah, I was a bit surprised, a little bit disappointed that the frog splash was the end. Like, Kevin Owens has a finisher. Yeah. It's a pop-up powerbomb, which is quite cool. Like, it's just a powerbomb, but it's, it's got a little twist to it. Um, so I was a bit disappointed. But, you know, I was quite happy to see Kevin Owens win the match. I don't want to see Randy Orton beating Kevin Owens in 2017. No. Um, side note, Randy Orton's hair. Yeah, he's cut <laughs> it out of it. That's like the longest it's been since Evolution like, days. 2002. Evolution. Yeah, I kind of like it though. Yeah, it looks alright. 
Um, and then she could emerge as one of the Riot Squad. Although, again, the Riot yeah, Squad bit. They would insinuate Ruby she's Riot. Very similar leader. to Liv Morgan. <laughs> um, who else is on SmackDown? That's it, isn't it? Oh, That's it. Lana and Tamina. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, they're not being up heels. Yeah, keeping the heels away. Which is probably a smart move, to be fair. Um, which is also what they've done on Raw. Like, even though they beat up Alexa the first night, uh, she... And they chased Alicia Fox away. They chased Alicia Fox. So Alicia Fox hasn't gone back, and Alexa Bliss kind left of left commentary. Yeah. I thought they should have made more of that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they should. Either way, that was SmackDown, that was Raw, so a, you know, fairly mixed bag of a week for WWE te- uh, television this week. Um, As a, it was a shitty in-between pay-per-view. Yeah, it was, a, it was a little bit, let's face it. I mean, there was some actually, there was some good matches during the week, it's just the storyline progression wasn't great. So we, um, what was a tough week for, um, for Raw and SmackDown TV? Um, let's just give a quick shout-out to Finn Balor. Yes, he's been very active so Finn, on social Finn media. Finn had a tough week. He, he didn't have a good showing against Kane, um, and his uh, his latest like tweets and Instagram posts are sparking up some interest. His his name on Twitter he's changed to Roman Finn Balor says Finn forever, but the letters O V E R are in capital letters, obviously spelling over. Mm-hmm. So, a bunch of his recent tweets include um, quoting a Roman Reigns tweet. Saying all you gotta do is step up and step up and take the title. <laughs> Finn saying I won't just step up, I'll step over. Then losing against Kane saying he felt overwhelmed. And then another one saying last night was tough, but I will get over it. <laughs> uh, I think he did a couple last week as well. So about cooking the turkey. I am not year. over. Yeah. Cooking the turkey hashtag turkey. Turkey hashtag happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. So he's um I don't know whether. I don't know what's going on there, whether he's doing, like, being told to do, like, it doesn't sound like the kind of thing you'd be told to do. But you know, you know where this is coming from, right? No. Oh, oh you, don't, you don't? You don't know this bit? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, oh wait, no, I do, like, no. Well, this is what I've, I've heard, that he was meant to be the Universal title challenger at Royal Rumble, and Vince has kind of wanted to scrap it, because he doesn't see, he doesn't get it, he doesn't think he's over. He doesn't think he's Finn's over, yeah. yeah. So Finn is, I think Finn's taking it on in his own hands to prove in a very silly but quite funny way that he is over but is he not got the most over entrance in WWE probably over elaborate yeah <laughs> what more than Bobby Roode mm. <laughs> um, yeah definitely Finn is over like there's no doubt about it I can't see that Vince can't see that I can see that maybe he thinks he's not a credible challenger to Brock I can get that that I would understand I yeah, can't, then why would tell me that Finn is not over? He is. Then why would AJ be credible? AJ, AJ Styles is AJ Styles. I yeah. see him and Finn very much similar. Actually, I don't. This is why I'm quite disappointed that Finn beat him. I think AJ is on a different level, but um, Finn's obviously really great. But I just don't see him on that level. Um, obviously, a lot of people do. And he probably I see is. him on that level. He probably is, but. I can understand if WWE were like, right, he's not, but I don't think he's a credible opponent for Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Even though Paul Heyman did a really good job of picking it up at the, uh, you know, the Fatal 4-Way. 5-Way, wasn't it? Fatal 5-Way, sorry, yeah. Saying that he's Brock Lesnar's worst outcome. Um, but, you know. 
He is over, let's face Didn't it. Didn't get your head out your ass. <laughs> fucking look. It's, it very much reeks of the whole, oh, he's slightly smaller. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what it is. And I read an interesting article, I can't even remember where it was, but it was, it was about how Finn could turn into the next Daniel Bryan, but not in a good way. Yeah. They, they wouldn't do that again, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, even though it made them so much more money and they got them so much more exposure. Talking about that, have we heard that Batista's coming back? Oh, oh God. Is he actually though? Or is he I, just I, saying he I wants to? He was to. open to a return. Like he's been saying he wants I've, to, but does that, I've heard he's in talks. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. I've also heard Hulk Hogan might be returning to the ring. I've heard <laughs> oh, that Batista wants sake. to return um, to pretty much a full-time schedule. Like mm. he was saying, he wants to do house shows and everything. Yeah, he was saying he didn't want to just do like a one-off or a couple of matches a year kind of thing. Yeah, but nobody wants him back. No, nobody wants him. He does not fit into the landscape does, of wrestling. WWE in 2007. Does that not make... Because I never really liked him in his first one anyway. I hated Batista um, for a long time. But does that not make you think that he's maybe gone... Uh, is it working? <laughs> yeah, this Hollywood thing, isn't it? Yeah. But it has been working for him. It has been thing, working, yeah. but does, maybe he just has absolutely nothing coming yeah, up. Yeah, maybe. But then there'll be the kind of thing where he will go away eventually again. Yeah, yeah. So Sounds quite similar, familiar, right, Matt? But I'm just like, so is there any point in him coming back full time? Because, like, yeah. No, there's no. <laughs> Let's face it, there isn't. Is there? No one wants it. It's pointless, and he, he should just stay there. Yeah, but the thing that annoys me, Vince. Vince, Vince seems to want it. it. He would love it. Yeah. Oh, another big guy. Because I, I, I was. Uh, Get Rick Flair. Get Rick Flair back. We can. Uh, well, mate, evolution again. As, as I've said before, I was. We'll have a Batista, John, John Cena, Randy Orton, triple threat at a main event, WrestleMania. Oh, for fuck's sake. As I said before, I, at the time, um, I was so on the Daniel Bryan Express. I was all over the Yes movement. I was such a mark. It was great. I love how you've got a different name for the Daniel Bryan movement every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the Yes train it was last week. So when when uh, when Batista comes back and watching the Royal Rumble and stuff, like I didn't like him before. And I thought, oh, Batista's come back, a bit of a novelty. Do you and know what, though? They put him where Daniel Bryan if... should have been, and I was just like, right, absolutely, <laughs> fuck this guy. If Vince had, had listened to the crowd at that Royal Rumble, he would have got Roman Reigns over. Because Roman Reigns, throughout that whole thing, was being cheered by everyone, and everyone thought, he's going to win the Rumble. Yeah. Like, he was such an outsider. It's because... Yeah, Batista's getting booed, so... so if, yeah, if Roman beats Batista, Roman's over. Exactly. And is that not what his long-term yeah. game was? He, like, Roman got the um, record eliminations in that match. Like, What does that really mean? I don't know. But Fuck like, all Kane I, had it before. I would imagine, <laughs> I would imagine that, that's their way of thinking, oh, that's getting Roman over because we can mention that every year. Yeah. Multiple times, and they do. Multiple times until it gets broken. Which it probably won't, because it's Roman Reigns who holds it. Yeah, he'll probably break himself. <laughs> yeah. Although I would love to see Braun Strowman break it this year. Yeah, would be cool. Um, Even if he doesn't win it, just break it. Is it too it. early to get Royal Rumble predictions in? Um, it is a bit, isn't it? So apparently there were um, no. Who's I, I read, injured? I read this <laughs> week that there's no plans to get Roman Reigns in the match itself, which will apparently make fans happy. Well, if he's in the Continental Champion, then. He won't be by then. I reckon he will be. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he will lose it too quickly. He could potentially maybe lose it at Royal Rumble, but... Yeah, I think he will be by that time. Because it's just we've had... 2014, disappointing Royal Rumble. 2015 was a disappointing Royal Rumble. 2016, 
although Reigns lost the title, was still pretty disappointing because Triple H was the winner. And in 17, to have all that build-up and then Roman Reigns to come out as number 30, when people were expecting oh. literally, you know, like Samoa Joe. <laughs> that was such a kick in the arse, wasn't it? Was, it? <laughs> it was just like so many tweets like, the Samoa Joe, Samoan Joe we wanted. Yeah. Well, it, Joe we got. But weren't it Finn Balor and Samoa Joe were like, lined yeah. up? And, and Seth Rollins was um, not even on the show. Yeah. Not even on the show. But then even things like 2014, the last person, everyone's like, Daniel fucking Bryant. And then they bring Rey out Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Like, all, like, bring out, that would have been the perfect time to bring out a heel. Yeah. But they bring out one of the most beloved baby faces. Who they Boo! <laughs> do, you not think, do, do you ever think, like, they watch a pay-per-view unfolding and they've obviously got their plan and they're just like, oh, shit, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I can't they, change it now. They see the way a crowd Daniel! <laughs> Because, yeah, Daniel Bryan was in a yeah, match. Biggie out there. <laughs> Daniel Bryan was in a match earlier that night against Bray Wyatt, which was one of the best matches. Yeah, but have we not... We've heard of stuff, like, during a pay-per-view, they've, they've changed their mind. Yeah. Why can't they do that? But they never change it to the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, like, there's even just things like, in 2015, everyone's like, yeah, Daniel Bryan's in the match, like, it's going to be amazing. And then to have him eliminated so early... Oh, that was, that was oh. a kick in the arse. And then just to have the crowd shit over the rest of yeah. it. Because that, that like, even... Completely ruined that match. Even though he wasn't so popular then, Roman Reigns, that is what ruined him. Yeah. From that moment on, everyone was like, right, well, that's not Daniel Bryan, so yeah. fuck him. You're, you're the guy. You're their guy. Yeah. And, like, luckily it wasn't Roman who eliminated him. It was Wyatt. Could yeah. you imagine? Oh, it would have been insane. Yeah, but look what... Bray Wyatt's done since. Well, done that, done that. <sighs> he's done a lot. He, to be well, fair, he did win a title. Once. Yeah, he's won more titles since then than uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, Daniel Bryan did. <laughs> At this point, are we still talking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we rambled. Um, we have a little bit, haven't we? Uh, but that probably brings us to a it's nice... been a while since we've had the three of us together. So yeah, it's catch, catch up. up. A little catch up. It's been a nice little um, ending to the show. Um, Again, as I say, a bit of a mediocre week in TV. So, uh, but I think this has been a good show. We're going to say mediocre podcast. It's <laughs> no. the best podcast ever, according to Booker T. Um, anyway, we'll end it there. Thank you guys for joining me. Matt, lovely to have you back. Thanks, guys. Hope you feel a little bit better. Yeah, next week, maybe I won't have this frog in my throat. Maybe. Um, Aiden, I hope you don't get any worse. <laughs> um... Yeah, don't forget to follow us on the Instagram at the underscore pe- no at the People's Wrestling Podcast. Oh. All right, uh, and on Twitter at the underscore PWP. Um, yeah, give us a shout. Tag us in anything you want. Just anything, literally anything. Please. Just anything. If you think, <laughs> if you think this is shit, any interaction you want, that'd be great. And um, Matt's trying to specifically remember his Twitter <laughs> handle this week, so we'll give him a couple of seconds. Aiden, where can people find you on the Twitter? At Aiden Bunker, Aiden spelled A-I-D-A-N. A-I-D-A-N. Yep. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. <laughs> I know you did, but it really gets on your tits, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> Matt, where can we find you? Uh, the Bear M. Bumby. Yes, you can, and you can find me at Ali Bunker eighty eight. Um, so yeah, give us a shout. Just anything, please. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you. Thank you.